Just getting everything set up. Trippy, what up, baby? I see you. All right, you know, I'm just going to play some music till we get a few more cats up in here. Enough of that. Thank you for coming through to Nick's Bully Ball. It's your boy, I-95B. The B is for bully. If you know, I keep it rough, rugged, and raw, off the top, no script. If you didn't know, this space is being brought to you by Therapy and Sports by way, by way of VSN. VSN is the place to be. This is my first time hosting a space, hosting a spot, hosting a show, since the season has ended. And thank God I took a break. Thank God I took a break. The timeline is nasty. It's nasty. Nobody can agree on anything. No one has any logic or rationale. It's just a bunch of people moaning, crying, and complaining. Moaning, crying, and complaining. Yes, there are things to be upset about. Yes. Should we be 100% happy with Tibbs right now? No. Should we be 100% happy with where our team is and how they finished? No. But at the end of the day, if you would have told me last October that this team would have gone to game six of the conference semifinals, I would have signed for that in blood. I would have signed for that in blood. And if anybody wants to come up and request and speak, um, come through at any time. We're just going to keep a, a free-flowing conversation. A free-flowing conversation today. And there were some topics that I did want to talk about. And, and to be honest, 
I didn't want to get too much into the Julius Randle stuff because people lose their minds when you bring that guy up. They lose their minds. But we got people on the timeline saying, man, I wouldn't want an MVP on our team. Are you smoking crack? Are you smoking crack? Some of the things that we're going to go over, we're going to go over the roster. The roster has to be consolidated, unfortunately. And we hear people say, oh, the new CBA, the new CBA, but they don't even tell you what the freaking CBA is. So I got the information on it. So we're going to get deep into that as well. And let's see, we got Trippy OG, he requested. We got Miss Queen up here, she requested. And Miss Teresa, I want to know, when do you sleep? I was up to about four in the morning and I saw you liking, tweeting, and I appreciate you for coming out early, early on a Sunday. I really do appreciate it. One thing that I also want to get into, and this is kind of going to be a primer for how this space is going to go um, throughout this offseason, because, guys, we talk Knicks every day, and there's not much left to be said. But I do want to start getting into the music, into the culture. And one thing that, you know, has been on my mind a lot is about how hip-hop and basketball, the cultures are so inter intertwined. You know, you constantly hear rappers want to be ball players, ball players want to be rappers. And I think that kind of ties into the whole John Morant situation as well. And I also want to get into, you know, my top five in hip-hop, my Mount Rushmore of the NBA. What's going on? Christian, what's going on, Don? If you guys want to come up, please come up as well. And most stuff, I see you, baby. If you want to come up, come up and request as well. But one thing I'm going to get started with, and then we're going to pass it over to Miss Queen. And uh, Miss Yankee, Miss Neil, good to see you. Good to see you. So one thing I, I do want to get into is, is the culture, the culture of the NBA and the culture of hip-hop. And if you go back to, you know, David Stern back in the day where he tried to curb, you know, how our, our NBA players were, were dressing, how they were presenting themselves, you know, he kind of saw where this was going. And now you have, you know, this, this young kid in, in John Morant who's imitating gang culture which some people would say is hip-hop culture, which they're not the same. They are different. It is nuanced. But this kid is just imitating, well, young man, I should say, as he's, he's a young man. So I want to get, I want to know your thoughts on that. And I, I want to know your thoughts on the roster, how and where do we consolidate. And when you come up, I also want you guys to give me a music take. And it, it doesn't have to be hip-hop. It doesn't have to be rap. You know, we could do, you know, Teddy Pendergrass versus Al Green. You know, we could do Stevie Wonder. You know, we could do Michael Jackson versus Prince. I want to get into all of that. All of that. But you're first up on the ones and twos. First up on the ones and twos. Miss Queen, how are you doing today? Good morning. Good morning, Bully. Good morning, everybody. Good to be here. Actually, I'm in the middle of something, so can y'all retch, retch around and get back to me? No, that, that's no problem at all. So what we can do, we'll keep it going, and whenever you're ready to come back up, um, just put your hand up, and, you know, of course, you, know, you, you hop the line. And what's going on, Rails? I see you. What's going on, Ben? I see you. And, you know, one thing I also, you know, I, we got into the other night that, you know, I didn't have Tupac in my top ten. I, 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 I did not have him there, and I'm, I'm sorry. 
But one thing, you know, with this roster, we all said the same thing last summer, that this roster has to be consolidated. What has changed? What has changed? This offseason, we have two players extension eligible. Next year, we're going to have two players extension eligible. And we all been saying for so long, you can't pay everyone. You can't. So I think we're going to go to Trippy. Trippy, what's going on, bro? How are you? What's the word? You know, the vibes. Good morning. Good morning. Salute to everybody. You know it, man. Hit them bang, bang. You know how I go. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know how I go. But look, man. Um, yo, it's it's 10 in the morning. Now, I mean, everybody going crazy on the timeline still. These dudes over here and my group chats is going crazy. Like, we out here. We out here hearing people talking about we getting Gabe Vincent. Like, bro, <laughs> hey, he's tell- I got somebody telling me I'm living in fantasy land because I said the realistic moves we're going to do this offseason is either go for that third pick, try to get that eighth pick, try to get Embiid, or the sleeper thing is we just end up sending IQ and some, some, some stuff over and randomly going to get this sixth pick from Orlando. But you're going to tell me none of that's realistic. We're going to go get Gabe fucking Vincent. What? For what? <laughs> like, what? Like, as if Miami's going to really let Gabe Vincent and Max Struess walk. Like, they not trying to get a freaking Laurie and Duncan Robinson off the team. Like, I be thinking people don't really watch these other teams. Like, this shit, y'all really got to make stuff. Yeah, make that, stuff. That, that, that's it, bro. A lot of people, like, they, they watch the Knicks, but they're not really, like, they don't watch anything else outside of the Knicks, it seems like. And that's the sad part, man. That's the sad part. Like, just to even touch base on the whole Joel Embiid thing. And it's crazy because I'm looking at this chat right now. I'm seeing who's in there. Yo, I could name a lot of y'all in here that's be over here. Like, oh, I don't want no Joel. I don't want no Joel. I don't want to see Joel and Randall. At the end of the day, and I'm going to keep saying this time and time again, it does not matter what none of you motherfuckers want. (laughs) It only matters what the New York Knicks want. So, if Joel comes here with Julius Randle, you're going to have to accept that shit or you're going to have to find 29 other teams to pick from to root for. You get what I'm saying? Like, stop stop doing that. Stop doing that. Like, none of y'all opinions really matter. You understand that? Like, it don't matter. All we do is give hypotheticals and just hope that the team goes the right this route. This isn't disrespect. It's the truth. I just need y'all to understand, like, there's no way you're telling me Okay, and I'm going to keep saying this every space I get until we get to the bottom of this, that you're a Nick fan telling me that we don't need to fix this roster up and some of these kids got to go. Like, I'm, I'm just, there's no way you're telling me that. There's no way. There's no way you can agree on everything that's happened. Second round is, uh, we're, we're sitting there reviewing the players. There's no way that you're telling me all season you needed a stretch five. There's no way you telling me that Tom had to go. But then in the midst of all of this, when you see and you understand and realize that Tom and Randall probably nine times out of ten ain't going nowhere, and we still got a way to fix this roster up to be better than that second round, you're still saying no. All because one of your favorite kids is out the door. And we got a coach that's not even going to let them tap into their full potential. But yet, you don't want to make the move because your kid is going to go. Or you don't want to make the move because, let's see, they're very injury prone. But everybody on this freaking list that's supposed to be coming to the Knicks or any team is injury prone. 
So I'm gonna think. I'm really starting to think that y'all just like talking. I'm starting that's to think it. that. That's I'm a starting, that's a fact. I'm starting to think they like talking. I'm starting to think that because you talk and people actually respond, you think that you're getting some type of engagement to have a friend. No, we're we're not your fucking friends, bro. Like no. Like you're not getting no engagement. You're not getting an award for this. You understand? You're not getting paid for this. And on top of that, yo, nobody cares because we're gonna look at you like you foolish. Like you do know that half the time, some of the people that's comment on your shit is just entertaining the thought to spark some interest because they're bored. And then you fed into it. And then now when the shit happens, and then now when you gotta sit there and do all this, yo, my fault. Let me apologize. You ain't have to do none of that when you could have just accepted the Knicks for what they were really been true to yourself and asked yourself, are you really a Nick fan or a player fan? And then we could have just went from there. But like, to end my playing with all of this, I'm sorry, Nick's Twitter. Y'all all nine times out of 10 player fans. Y'all not really Nick fans. And y'all take it how y'all want. My DM's open. It is what it is. Feel how you feel. Hey, hey yo, Trip. Yo, Trip. What's the word? I'm still here, bro. Hey, yo, before you go, give, give me your top five. Top five, top five what? Hip hop? Yeah. All right. Top five. Right. We got Tupac in there. Right. We got, we got, of course, we got Hove in there. All right. Let's see. Let's keep going. Now, this is no particular order. Yeah, yeah. We got Pac, Hove. Uh, damn. You, I'm going to still throw Nip in there. You said Nipsey? Mm-hmm. For me. This is for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, damn, this is getting hard now. Cause then this is when this is when I normally just be mixing and matching people. Like those are my top three for sure. Yeah, the, the last two are usually interchangeable. The last yeah, two see, are I can't, yeah. see, I this is I could, I really only got a top three. To be honest, because once I get to four and five, I start being like, but then eh, but then this one did eh, yeah. So it's like eh. So I, I give you three. I got three for you. I got three for you. Yeah, no doubt, yo. With me, man, like yo, people think I'm crazy when I say I don't have Tupac in, in my in my top five. Like Tupac was one of the most influential men. You got Biggie in yours? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so then you good. That's that's the reason why you don't got Tupac. That's normally how it goes. You either got Tupac or Biggie. Yeah, yo, because like with, with Tupac, man, it's like, yo, he was he was a leader, he was a poet, he was an activist, and his words had more impact and more influence than probably any other rapper in history. But for the things that I look at, like pen to paper, stuff he wrote was kind of basic, kind of simple. Like the bars, they were kind of simple. So, and I see you, Daru. Let me get you up here too. What up, Jay from East New York? So for me, man, I, I don't have Tupac in my top five. Yo, me, I go Jay, not in order. I go Jay, Big L. I go uh, Guru, Rakim, and and that last spot, you know, I always give it to Nas. But, yeah, I, I don't, you know, no disrespect, but he's not my cup of tea. But I see we got a few more cats in here. And I think, Miss um, Queen, are you ready or you still need a few moments? Give me a minute. I'll let you know when I'm ready. Next up, we got Miss Teresa. Can you please unmute your mic and talk to the people? Good morning. 
Good morning. Are you doing virtual church? Yes, and it's not ready yet. That's why I'm in here. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be really quick and be really fast. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Trippy, Daru, Queen, uh, Ray Ray, <laughs> Miss Yankee. Good morning, and everyone else in the room. Good morning and goodbye. This is going. I believe this is going to be my last space for the off season. Oh no, Miss Teresa, why? Yes, yes. Okay, because I'm tired of being called a crackhead. I'm being. I'm tired of being told that I'm crazy. Okay, I'm tired of all of that. I'm tired of being told that I only look at the back of the jersey and not the front of the jersey. I'm tired of being told things like that because of what I believe in. Because what I believe in. The team that I have loved, followed, and put my heart and soul in for the last 53 years. Okay? You're not going to tell me that what I believe is best for my team makes me a crackhead or makes me crazy. You're not going to tell me that. Okay? You can't. I won't allow it. Miss Teresa, you're, you're not you're not long. part of the crazy people. You're you're not no no Miss no no Miss Teresa. Yeah, don't let no, them do you're, that. You're not part of the of the crazies. Like no 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 no. Well, you know, last night I was on the phone with my sister. My sister lives in Philadelphia, right? And she said, "So you've been in all them spaces all day. That's why you couldn't call." I said, girl, yes, I've been in spaces all day. I said, the first one, I said, I was called crazy, stupid, all kinds of shit. What? Why? Who said that to you? Who said that to you? Let me get on one of the spaces. <clears throat> I said, I would love for you to be on a space, but I can't be on the phone and in the space at the same time. She said, why are they saying that? I said, because I don't want Joel and B. Why? Why you don't want Joel and B? <laughs> you know why I don't want it, Joel and B. Yes, you do. Take it. Take it. Please. Please. The Knicks are going to take Joel and B. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of that motherfucker. I don't know what to do. Oh, first he was crying. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> I trusted the process. And what? What did he do? I want to be MVP. I want to be MVP. He's the MVP. And what did he do to us in the, in the playoffs, Teresa? You're not going to be able to tell me nothing. I said, Patricia. That's my sister's name, Patricia. I said, I wish to God I could put you on a space. <coughs> she said, you can't put... I said, no, I can't. But I wish I could. Okay? My sister is a 76ers fan like I'm a Knicks fan. She moved it to Philly 14 years, 15 years ago. Yeah. And promptly threw away all her New York <coughs> everything. Hey, yo, Jay Clutch, yo, meet your mic, man. She a uh, Phillies fan, uh, Eagles fan, uh, 76ers fan, everything. And just, I was like, Trish, but you lived in New York your whole life. I don't live in New York anymore. I live in Philadelphia. Okay. And now, four years ago, 
she wanted my niece to marry Joel and B. What? <laughs> now she wants him out of Philly, away from her state. Okay, so it's different for everybody. It's different for everybody. I feel like I feel because of how I feel. But you, you know what, Miss Teresa? And I don't think that I should be called crazy. You don't want an MVP? You a crackhead. No, I'm not. Never used the shit before in my life. Okay? All I can say to you is this, Miss T. Just like I tell everybody else. Why are you sitting there pressed about it? Let people talk. Just let them talk. They're gonna talk. That's what. That's, that's what, what Queen keeps telling me. That's Queen all this app tells does. me all this app all the time. It's opinions and that's talk. All they do opinions is talk. Just let them talk. My sister tell me that. Well, okay, why are you nice. listening to that bullshit on the timeline? I just go right past it. I don't know. I'm sensitive. You gotta remember, Miss T. What's our motto over here? I said what I said. That's it. That's right. I said what I said. Gosh darn it. I'm saying gosh darn it today because, you know, it's Sunday and I'm getting ready to go to church. And, you know, anyway, I just, I love being, hanging out with you guys. I can't wait for Trippy's barbecue so I can meet each and every last one of you. I'm telling you right now. No worry. I'm you right grandma. I got y'all. I'm not grandma, I'm auntie. Don't the first one call me grandma, I'm gonna slap you right on the back. <laughs> okay? And you know, that space yesterday, I gotta talk about the space yesterday real quick. Trippy time. Go ahead. Trippy Darul, Queen. The conversation. Queen. Yo, I need some already. The conversation. My sister and I conversate every day since I met her, okay? And she's been talking about this, having a conversation. Balling with the queen. She didn't want to talk about balling. We went to talking with the queen, okay? Because she just wants to have this conversation. She had a conversation yesterday. We had to, you know, like rein her in from off the roof. But she speaks what she feels and she feels what she speaks. We had some brothers in there yesterday. Daru, <laughs> you are, you are king to me. You remind me so much of my father. When I hear you speak. When I went to school, there was no, there were no history books to teach me who I am. My father brought the black encyclopedia. It was only one book, one book, but he also brought the Encyclopedia Britannica. So I would never be behind anyone in school, but that I would also know who I was because they weren't going to teach me that. Okay. And Zaru, you remind me of him. And that is the highest compliment I could pay any man walking the face of this earth. All right. Rels, brother. <laughs> 
Queen P, she puts a lot in your hands. She loves you and the way you do. And so do I. You brothers don't know. Love you more. Trippy. Much appreciated. Trippy, 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 trippy. I should have known your ass was a Leo. (laughs) I should have known that baby was a Leo. Not, you know, say anything about any of the other signs or what have you. But Leo's, we're going to take over the world, baby. Watch it. We're going to take over the world. One person at a time. And say, Trippy, what you going to do today? Same thing I do every day, Miss T. Try to take take over over the world. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Trippy. But um, I'm going to land my plane, even though Slater, Slater, Slater. Get him. Get him. You lucky ass bum. I was about to say, we can't say shit to Slater right now, bro. He got it right now. He lucky. He lucky. You lucky. You lucky. You lucky. You lucky. Miss Teresa. Miss Teresa, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. So I, I I want to address like who the crazies are, you know, the the things that you mentioned, and because it, like Trippy said, it is basketball, it is opinion. So when I say someone is crazy, or you know, someone is whatever, it's not really referring to you. It's, it's more so referring to the discourse and how how juvenile the timeline has been. Where okay, and and and, I, and I'll say I, I'll I'll put a name to it because you know, over here. No, you don't, you don't have to put any names to it. You don't have to put any names. To no, it. no, no. It's okay. I, say, I just said how I feel because every time I say how I feel, and a couple uh, speakers come behind me, and I hear you know, yeah, crack, crazy. Nope, nobody's gonna say that to you in here. I promise you that. Nobody keeps telling that. me I'm being too sensitive. You know. That, that lady down there, she's younger than me, but she brought a whole lot to my life, you know. You never know who you're talking to. You never know what you're doing for someone else. You never know what your words do. Words can heal, words can hurt, and words can kill, Okay. Now, I know we're just in the space and we're just having fun in this, that, and the other. But I try to watch what I say. And you don't have to put any names to any of that. I know it's craziness on the timeline, baby. I know it is. I'm just very sensitive. You know, the season is over. I got to find something new to write about, you know, and keep my content going. And, you know. That's just how it is for me today. And you ready, Queen? No, she hasn't um, requested to, to come back up yet. But whenever she gets ready to come back up, you know, she she got to... I think she's probably busy today. Oh, she is. She's very busy this morning. But last words, whenever you see 
the conversation, when Trippy ever puts out the conversation, I suggest you all stop by and put your head in. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will not leave. You will be entranced. You will be held. Am I wrong, Daru? I think Daru may have stepped away as well. You're 100% right. Okay. But yeah, as, as far as like with, with the team, I mean, it's it's just difference of opinions. But when you got people, I said I'm going to put a name to it because the truth is the truth. Regardless of who says it or, or, you know, it doesn't matter. But when you have people like, you know, you got state on a timeline calling people, pardon my language, ladies, you know, dickheads and all this other wild stuff, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, no I what. never saw my state call anybody that name. You can, but you, you I will talk to him about that. I will talk to him about. No, that. he, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't need to talk to anybody about anything. People are grown men, grown women. They, they, they take oh, it how know, they, how, how they want to take it. But um, who do we have next up? Was it Rails? I didn't say my hip hop people. Oh, what, I didn't know you. I didn't know you had some, Miss Teresa. Please. Oh, please. What's your top five, Miss Teresa? Okay, now. The creators, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, always will be my in my top because they started right across the street from where I lived at the time. Tupac, Jay Z, for Still Nigger. Okay, I love that song. And who was third? I don't have five. And oh, Snoop, of course. I never hear anybody say Snoop. But Snoop, Snoop is in my top five. I only have four, and that's where I landed. I'm not mad. It seems like you got a lot of West Coast influence in, in your top four, top five. For me, I, I I never, I don't even have Tupac in my top ten. Not because he's not good. Not because he isn't great. Like, if I were to make a, a Mount Rushmore of hip-hop, Tupac is on it. But when I go for, like, my personal taste and the, the things that I like, he doesn't really do it for me. But he, he would be on my Mount Rushmore. People don't understand. There's a difference between being the best and being on Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore doesn't mean you're the best. It's more so for impact and, and influence. But could you tell me why he's not? Well, for the things that, that I like, you know, like Coogee Rap, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Jay, Nas, you know, Guru. I, I like more technical rappers, more rappers that get intricate with their with their words. Like, Tupac, it was pretty straightforward. Like, it wasn't, like, his stuff seemed easy to write. It wasn't complex. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't make you think as I much. I don't in know, your opinion, bro, either. Bully. The way you putting it, if you're talking about intricate and the way you write, the, the rappers you named, they more so was, like, swagged out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they come in. Yeah, it's all, a universal. Like, the West Coast rappers at that yeah. time was the more intricate rappers and all that, bro. Guru wasn't, Guru wasn't swagged out, though. I mean, Tupac, Guru, like I'm saying, Tupac, that, that, that time, that technical, but everybody else he named, like Biggie, they was mad swag rap. Right. Like, the way the rappers was rapping more swag. Day, that's how they was rapping back then. Tupac, they do a class at uh, Harvard University. Rhyme techniques, you know what I'm saying? Like, different, like, yo, yo, hold up, yo. Yo, hold up, yo. Talk, talk to him, Rick. 
talk talk to him, Rick. You speaking from like I, I can't wait. I can't wait for my turn. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yo, Coogee Rap is the blueprint. Prodigy, a, a lot of these cats that Bully be playing is the blueprint for a lot of rappers. Nah, that's a big that, fact. That, and today. That's a big fact. Like, yo, and Mr. Teresa, you didn't... Mr. Reese, you didn't say who your favorite producer was in this nah, yo, we got, that, um, You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. My favorite let's content creator. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. My let's, favorite let's... content creator, you mean? Hold, hold on. Hold on, y'all. We got... Um, I don't know if it's my phone or I don't know if it's you guys or my, my laptop, but I hear like a bunch of people talking right now. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's going on. So who, who's ever up right now? Are we going to let you rock? But I'm not sure. I'm hearing a lot of people right now. I'm not sure if it's Teresa. I know we had Rick going. Um, between you guys, Rick, Rick, Teresa, and Rails, which one of y'all want to step up? Uh, somebody asked me about my favorite producer. My favorite producer in all the world is my son. That's number one. But the favorite producer here, as far as content creating and all of that, come on, y'all know who it is. Don't make me say it. Why y'all gonna make me say it? Trippy up. Gee, baby, you know it's trippy OG. Come on, no, he's crazy. He's a crazy one. He's a crazy that, one. History, he can be crazy. Why I gotta be crazy? You crazy? Crazy <laughs> all he wants to be, but that is an intelligent, okay, creative. Should be a ladies' man. He a, he a player. Trip, my boy. Yo, Trip chill, player, bro. Chill, chill bro. <laughs> chill. Y'all know the man is. Don't make my genius, wife kill so me. Don't do that it. shit. Chill, man. Chill. We're not trying to bring up my past. Okay, I am a saint now. All right, I am a saint. I be chilling. He's a reformed man. As they would say, he's a reformed yes, I am because boy. But let's get back to this conversation I had. Yeah, let's get back to yeah, the let, let, uh, let, let my uh, let my man Rick go real quick. He he, he been I'm waiting. I'm let my man fact. Rick go. Let me play this real quick. Oh my God, Yo, Jake, let me get you out of here, man. You always violating, man. Damn. Hey, yo, Rick, what up, baby? Yo, yo, bully, what's good, man? What up, everybody? Home, hey, man? hey, yo, talk, yo, talk to them about the whole Tupac thing, yo. Cause you, you was about to get in your bag. I heard you talk, talk. Yeah, to nah. We, 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 I think they. You got to know where you coming from. I'm trying to explain to them like, where, and I, I feel the same way, man. Like with Tupac. It was more like we into we like our favorite rappers are more like techni technically sound, you know what I mean? Like rap syllables, you know what I'm saying? Riding the beat, shit like that. More technical. And with 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 Pac, his his he's probably the most thoughtful rapper to ever live. You know what I'm saying? Like his 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 bars was like was so thought provoking. Like when I first heard Brenda's got a baby, it was like something I never heard before. Like I never really heard anybody you know what I'm saying, uh, get into a topic like that. And I was still young, like impressionable. So I could see where his appeal as a rapper would come would come into play. You know what I'm saying? But like as a dude like me who grew up listening to like, I like underground shit. Like I like, like I said before on other spaces. You like Cypress Hill, like all, all that, right? Nah, nah, I'm more of a, I, I grew up listening to Stretch and Bobby though. 
Hey, yo. Hey, yo, stretching by Beto, yo, they put on a lot of cats with that show they had, like, in the late 80s. They put on, was a big pun. They had Wu-Tang come up there on the show, like, and that's what, one thing I, I was talking about on the timeline, I'm sorry, I'm outside now, the birds are chirping, but it's like the, the, the influence that Puerto Ricans had on hip-hop, like, people think that hip-hop, it, it's just rap. But nah, yo, you had like the Puerto Ricans with the break dancing, with with the graffiti, all of that. Yeah, but nah, but like, and the, and the fashion too, the fashion too, the fashion was important. But like, stretching by Vito, like you know, what I'm saying they, it was an underground radio show, man. So I was exposed to like different, like different type of different types of lyricism, like backpacked and different styles and do different rhyme schemes, like you know, what I'm saying dudes like MF Doom, where like the average rapper would probably hear MF Doom and be like, yo, this dude ain't really. He just out here talking about some nonsense, man. But there's like there's value, there's value in all types of hip hop, man. And like, which is why I, you know, so I grew up listening to underground rap. So I was in the lyricism. So you know what I'm saying? My 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 goat is Nas and Rakim, just because you know what I'm saying. We talk about lyrics. Rakim is my goat. Yeah, I mean it's hands down, man. But like, but 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 as far as Pac is concerned, like I understand the appeal of podcasts because Pac was more like a poet. You know what I'm saying? Like. He wasn't really he wasn't really writing rhymes like for example like he there was no fillers in his raps but I mean my fillers is like you can tell that some dudes when they write their rhymes you know what I'm saying like they they got a punchline they they got a punchline in mind right and they 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 hold four bar structure. the four the four bar build up yeah yeah the whole four bar structure is built so that they can you know what I'm saying get off this punchline and shit but Pop was nothing Pop didn't do none of that shit man he his his lyrics probably he was the more like I said he like thought provoking, which I appreciate, man. But like if you if you like us, when you like more technically sound rappers, like I, I understand I understand where you're coming from when you say that his shit sound easy to write. You know what I'm saying? Because he was basically just writing poetry and like, you know, saying it saying it over a Yeah, beat. yo, like honestly, like I don't even I don't think it's fair to for pop to put him in the same category as like a, a rock chemic. It's, it's it's just different. He's he's different. He's Yo, I'm gonna be real with y'all too. Like this is the this is the one time when I'm gonna be like, yo, when Miss T was like, yo, people call y'all crazy. <laughs> y'all sound crazy right now. Like, what? <laughs> did you hear what you, did y'all saying that? You listen to a pop verse versus a biggie verse. And you and y'all really saying to me right now that 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 pop shit sounds easy to write versus biggie shit. Biggie shit sounds easy to write. That sounds easy to write, easy to flow, as long as you catch the beat, bro. That's why it's easy to fucking get his songs. You play a pop song right now, for anybody in his age or our age, it's going to take him forever just to catch the first four lines perfectly, bro. That's not easy to write, bro. Just being a poet alone is not easy to write, because you got to intricate that shit a certain way just to make the shit make sense. Trippy, you also got to remember, too, like, uh, Tupac had more song structure. And Biggie did like Tupac shit was just way more like into the song and stuff. Biggie was like hitting you hard in the face. It was a little bit. It was. It's a little bit more intricate I mean, look, than that. I, but I, I, think, def- I think easy to write is probably not the right term to use. But like, definitely not. Definitely not. Say like he wasn't really pushing the envelopes of like lyricism, shit like that. Like Rakim changed the game. You know what I mean? Like not like like the stuff that I like like right multi syllabic rhymes and stuff like that. Yeah, like, stuff like that. that. But that's the- 
How about how about this? How about we pick two other people to use this debate with? Because if you use Piggy, I'm not I mean, using Piggy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you in general. I'm saying anytime somebody brings up Pac and Biggie and we start talking about different aspects of music with them, this shit is forever a long ass debate. Is you can never find a clear cut because nah, nobody. Yo, bully, bully, can I ask you? <laughs> bully, can I ask you a question on this? I'm sorry to cut through people, but I just want to. I ask didn't even get to a, give a you the wrong way, man. But yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's cool. I just had a question because uh, uh, I think I put it on your your talent. Tupac is my favorite rapper uh, of all time. Uh, of all time i don't think anybody touches him just because personally for me here's why here's the reason why for me it's just because of the way you're i, I think i understand what you're saying technically speaking because i was going to ask you like guys like immortal technique guys like you know cannabis guys like rakem guys like you know there, there are certain guys that i understand what you're talking about they're so intricate with their with their lyrics and how they rhyme and rap that like even like for eminem for rap god for instance like th there's a way that some of these guys rap they're like oh shit like I couldn't write that. I probably couldn't even spit it like that. But uh, I so I understand how difficult it is. That's true. Here's the difficulty what what Pac did. Pac's lyrics sound at least some songs soundy, depending on the songs you're thinking about. He had other songs where I thought he rapped, like Troublesome '96, for instance. Nuts, nuts, bro. In terms of his, he lyrically cleared people. Hit him up when he was doing diss tracks. Cleared people, bro. So he had that in him if he wanted to. Uh, but a lot of his tracks, you know, like um, Crazy, Keep Your Head Up, they were, you couldn't write those tracks without having the lyrics to match those tracks. He was godly when it came to rapping on the song and making the song matter more because it's, he put feeling and emotion and he put so much into his rhyme. Not saying other rappers don't, they just couldn't match it. The way that pop, hey, the poetry that he put into his rhymes has a lot more behind it. And to it's echo, very, very and, difficult. And to echo, recap, like his visuals too. Even when he was alive, his music videos echoed the shit he was saying. So like, it was like watching a movie. Like you basically watching a man. Like when Brenda, <clears throat> I didn't know nothing about abortion and none of that shit until Brenda's had a baby. You were like, God damn, this dude. She really put a baby in the in the trash. Like that shit is crazy. Yeah, that's why I said like he's probably the most thought provoking, <clears throat> the most thoughtful rapper ever. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, like I, I, I'm not I'm not taking anything really? away from. Him. He's the most influential hip hop artist uh, of all time. Like I, I can't take that away from him. Like his, his content, like his actual content, is elite. His, his content is top one or top two. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not disrespectful. His content is top one or top two. I'm just talking about the actual like pen game for what I like. It, it doesn't resonate like his pen, his structure, but like the bars and and his content is is second to to none, arguably. But just like for the things that I like, if you look at you know, like I always go back to Eric B and Rakim, even though it's a duo. But you look how Eric B was putting in the scratches and how Rakim was writing there with with the multi syllabs and and stuff like that, like. Pop, he he wasn't doing that. Not saying that he couldn't, but for what I like, he just it 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 just wasn't. Okay, I get what you're saying now. That definitely makes way way more sense. That's how yeah. I understand. That's what, that's you what mean. he was trying. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> like, why I, I want the company to kind of got to push that guy. I, I don't think he was saying that he was bad. No, it's no, just no, that no. There's differences. There's differences to what people like preferences, right? Like I I love Pac. I love people that can do that Pac type of thing, which not many people can. You know. Um, and you know, I think bully uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. You, do you like people like Rakim, 
uh, Mortal Technique, Cannabis. We I think Poetic. Uh, yeah, yo, like, that those, song those, is called Poetic. Something was amazing. Those, those are my guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so I know I know the people you fuck with. So I can listen to me. Like the thing is, I can listen to music with you because I know the people that you probably would fuck with because I know your music taste. If you like those type of guys, because I I know other people who like those type of guys too. They like people who are lyrically so good. Like you probably like battle rap a lot. Too, hey, right? yo, that's. Yes, sir. Honestly, bro, yeah. like the, the battle rappers, they make the best music. If you go listen to a Sue Surf, or yeah. you go listen to a yeah, or nah, Charlie nah, Clips, or nah, so no, you know, no, I, no, I get you. No, 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 I gotta. That, that's why I gotta yeah. stop y'all. No, they nah, don't. No, they no, don't. I gotta, these niggas suck. No, they don't. They suck, bro. As a ba- suck. battle rap, they're very entertaining. Bro. Yeah, it's entertaining. Battle rap is cool, but their actual music, music, they, they, they're not all like that. Literally, you can name them on your fingers. Like I'm being real, like I, I love Logan Lux, Lux, but I don't heavy. think his. I think if you're talking about music, though, and I, I, so this is where I think I agree with. If you're talking about just you know producing songs and music, there, there's a definitely a, a a difference there when it comes to them versus artists that we hear, you know, as mainstream like right NBA now, or not, maybe boy, not even mainstream. That, that bullshit is yeah. right. <laughs> but but listen to this though. Listen for battle rap. If you like battle rap culture, you're gonna you're gonna go toward more rappers that are are that are lyrically very very good at what they do with their rhymes and how they get to certain places and to certain and how they end certain tangents. They go one direction and bring you to the next. You that's why battle rap is so good. People who like that that like to listen to that like to listen to like the story how they get from point A to point B and how crazy they make that transition there. Like people who like that stuff normally will go to those other type of rappers. It depends on again preference. That's why I didn't want to come in and say Bully didn't say he didn't like Pac. It's just that in terms of preference, what he would choose to listen to, it wouldn't be Pac. But he obviously recognized and respected the path that Pac put together because a lot of people who have listened to Pac got influenced by him, and they're the reason they rapping today. Hey, yeah. You know, we Tupac can't told, take anything Tupac away from that. Story, but it was more of a detailed story as opposed to a hard hitting story. Like he tried to. He tried to get you to think why he, he ripped rapping. your heart out as Facts. he got you to think. While as other he got people kind of put, yeah. put, like you know, Biggie put a gun to your head and made you think. You know, Pac Pac took the the heart out of your chest and held it. It's like, yo, you got to listen to this. Yeah, you know, man. so like it's, it's, it's you know, it's definitely a different situation. Hey, hey, bully man, if you, uh, I don't, I don't mean to plug my own stuff, man, but if you, if you, uh, if you like that thought provoking stuff, try try my new album that I just put hey, out yo, last what, summer, man. Yo, where is it? Is like, it on Apple Music? Yo, plug it. Where, where is it at? Look on my look on my um pin tweet. I put it up if you want. Yeah, yo, okay. put it put it in the jumble What are we gonna do? Because if you got some some hands waiting, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna play this real quick. And I, I want to know, especially Daru. I know he got some bars for me, but I want to know what y'all think about you know when I say like hip hop being so intertwined with with the league with, with with basketball. I'm gonna play this real quick, and then we're gonna you know do a quick reset. We're gonna go to my boy Rails. We're gonna go to Ah, Queen's back. Go to Queen first. She must be fucking up. So I'm going to play this real quick. Oh, I see Queen. Yep, you're right. I see she back. So, because she was in here earlier and she had to do some things. So, yo, we're going to let Queen. We're going to go to Rails, Slater. And then we're going to go to Dot. And of course, this is a free flowing conversation. I just kind of prefer when it's one person at a time. But, yo, feel free to hop in anytime. I'm going to play this real quick because he's one of my favorites. And you know the Puerto Ricans don't get their credit. So I'm gonna play this real quick. Yeah. 
price to save my soul. Please tell me what price to pay to make it whole. Take control. Big bro. Not enough to blow. JOs, they lost my flow. But they yo, I don't trust the soul. So I know we need to. He's even free to meet you halfway. You need you. Alive, trying to survive the leaf. I leave you lost. Run you on the cross. Whip you like a horse. Sacrifice your life to a higher force. And I'm stomping corpse. It's the Bronx, of course. Recognize the all right, so Miss um, Queen, I want to know your thoughts, if you have any thoughts as far as the conversation with the music. But then I also want to know that I believe you're, you also think along the same lines as Miss Teresa. So I kind of want your idea on the roster as well. So get into the music, get into the, the team, whatever you want to talk about. It's on you, Miss Queen. Okay. Good morning again, Good morning. everybody. I'm sorry. I was caught up in some condo business here. But... uh. As far as the timeline, they're losing their minds. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with that. The whole summer, we got other shit to talk about. I want to thank everybody that came out to the conversation and had a tough conversation with me and my brother Daru yesterday. That shit was amazing. Uh, my top five: Tupac, Rakim, KRS-One. Public Enemy and Nas. And those five, because I like uh, rappers that have a message and talking about what's happening right now in our daily lives. So those are why those are my five favorites. Bang, bang. I knew y'all like battle rap. Yo, Miss Queen, so I. Like I, I I like your list, and it seems like you like that 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 substance that that real life substance. So I feel you on that. Do you have any thoughts mm -hmm. on you know the roster going forward? Do you want any changes, or do you just want to keep it the way it is? Okay, so I, I'm gonna say the same thing over and over. <laughs> uh, Tibbs and Randall have to go, not because they're not good at what they do. Oh my god! But their time has come, right? Going forward, I don't see the team moving properly with them. I, I, I know people don't don't want to hear what I'm saying, but I just think that our offense and everything moved so much smoother when Randall wasn't playing, right? And then bringing. The other outside shit, attitude, all of that, I, I just don't have the time and the patience for that. We've seen enough time to move on. And y'all were talking about battle rap. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. My stepdaughter is a battle rapper down there in Greenville, South Carolina, fresh to great. Sometimes I find her to be interesting and sometimes I find her to be way over the top. Nah, I feel you, and I I I agree with you. So I'm gonna give my quick bars real quick. Then, um, if, if my boy Rick wants to add anything, then if not, you know, the next speaker could come up. If Rick doesn't, my boy Rick don't got anything. Rick from Far Rockaway, Queens. What up? But um, yo, as far as Tibbs, it's difficult because all the points you made are right. Like the offense, it, it, it does it does not work. But one thing that we have to keep in mind, or one thing that I try to keep in mind, you know, the perception is real. And where this team is now, they're in a really 
any wrong move could set this team back a couple years. Any wrong move can do that. So you had a team that overachieved, got to the second round. We know for a fact, everyone, I think everyone in here knows for a fact that Tibbs is not the guy that's going to get us to a championship, and he does have an expiration date. But let me give you guys this perspective, and I'm not sticking up for Tibbs. I'm not a huge fan either. And believe it or not, a lot of people in the front office, they're not fans either. That's a fact. But we saw what happened quickly, right? Got robbed the sixth man of the year award. We saw Jalen Brunson did not get his respect and get the all-star nod or even all-NBA nod, at least third team. Jeez. So the perception and the optics are real. And you're in this spot where it seems like they want to strike. They, they want to strike. So what happens when you fire Tibbs? What are the headlines going to be? It's going to be LOL Knicks all over again. And you're going to fire a coach after he overachieved. It's tough. Like, I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I don't think it, his shelf life has happened just yet. I think, I don't know who said it, but this year, this is the last year where we can say, oh, we overachieved and it's a Cinderella story. Like, that is done. From here on now, each year the Knicks don't win a championship is a disappointment. So now there's, there's real standards and real expectations now. Like, they, they, you can't escape it anymore, especially if they do go out and get who I believe they think they're going to get. Tibbs is not going to have three or four times to be on the hot seat. And people say, well, why would not they just fire him now, this and that? If you're Leon Rose, and you you fire Tibbs. You go to James Dolan because he would have to go to Dolan and say, "Hey, I'm making this move." Guess who's next up on the hot seat? It's Leon. So if you're Leon, do you want to put yourself on the hot seat and not knowing if there's really any viable candidates out there? And I'm not going to say there is or there not. People want Johnny Bryant. To be honest, I don't know much about the dude. I know he did a bunch of interviews last year, and um didn't work out with them. But, um, yo, Rick, you got anything you want to add? As far as Tibbs go, look, if you if you believe in MSG politics, you know Tibbs ain't going nowhere. Just like you said, because in their eyes, we did it, It's NBA politics. <laughs> NBA politics. Nah, exactly. And even though, even though the national media, if you got any type of basketball acumen, you know that playing this archaic offense is not it. The national media is not going to tell you that. There's no nuance. So they're going to come on and LOL next, like you said. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have Stephen A. come on fucking first take and talk about how, you know, how they going to fire. How do you going to get back on the coaching carousel? How you going to fire Tibbs after we overachieved and all that other shit? So he ain't going nowhere. And, and, but just because of MSG politics. You know what I'm saying? I think it's an easy sell to Dolan. All you got to do is get somebody with a basketball mind and go up and tell him, like, look, this is the tape. This is the tape against Cleveland. This is the tape against uh, – Miami. This offense ain't working, man. He he showed no capacity to make any type of adjustments. You know what I'm saying to to join the fucking 2023 NBA basketball product, man. So I think Dolan would do it, but they're not gonna do it because they old boys. You know what I mean? So it's MSG politics all over again. If you believe that shit is real, which I do, MSG politics is undefeated. Yeah, yo, I feel you. So what we gonna do now? Because we got some people that's been waiting uh, patiently. Very patiently. Um, if you didn't know, you know, this space is being brought to you by Therapy and Sports by way 
of VSN. The next MC we got coming up. It's King Wells every Thursday. Every single Thursday. 8 to 11. 8 to 11. He's doing the space. You got B doing late night spaces. He got his wife out here doing spaces. Doing numbers, I might add. I don't know what he's doing this Sunday. He's probably in the kitchen making his eggs right now, getting greasy in the kitchen. Yo, Rels, what up, man? I want to know what your thoughts are on, you know, the culture, the rap, the team, bars, everything. What's up? Absolutely. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody that's in here. My boy Bully, Rick, Cat, Jay from Florida, the biggest, my birthday twin, Trippy, Miss Teresa, Slater, Daru, Queen P, Yankee, my sister, my boy Nick and Ish, everybody, my partner crying B, Jake, and Andre, everybody, Brutus. everybody, man, everybody. Brutus, the OG, oh, Brutus, I got that 10% check for you from Blue Chews, I got you, my brother, I got you. Now I'm playing. The Blue Chews. <laughs> I love him. That's my OG. Now, but shout out to everybody in here, man. Thank you for supporting my boy, Bully, man. And yesterday, we had a great, 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 great conversation. At the conversation, with came down. It was dope, man. And it started off with the free cap and champ and A-Space. So I just loved it, man. It was a great time on Saturday. Um, I'm going to start with music first before I get into basketball because we really not too much of a long basketball tape because I told you, I packed it up. I'm paying attention to me being paying attention to everything else in the sports. You know what I'm saying? The, the next star uh, is in Cancun right now. So, um, the Denver, I would say this. The Denver Nuggets, and B's my witness. I've been saying the Denver Nuggets are going to take the whole thing. <laughs> but I sweep the motherfucking Lakers. <laughs> but I sweep the motherfucking Lakers. All right, let me stay on task. Um, my top five, I'm going to give you a little bit of a top ten. Yeah, no, so no, no We no, can no. put people in the five. Okay, so um, top ten, bro. Well, you know I'm special, so um, <laughs> nah, seriously, um, he he's my he's my guys. Um, I love um, Big Pun. I'm from the Bronx. R.I.P. the Big Pun. Um, Biggie, uh, Nas. Let's see, Pun, Biggie, Nas, Jay Z. Yeah, I know how I feel about my man. Um, Jada Kiss. Met him several times. I love Jada Kiss. Believe it or not, and I, if anybody asks me why, but I, I'm going to say this particular name, people are like, huh? Already on top 10? It's a reason why, because I'm a little bit of a nerd, and I love bars, I love punch bars. Fabulous. Anybody knows me, but will tell you, I love Fabulous. Um, I love KRS-1. Again, shout out to my brother from the Bronx. Black Thought from the Roots. He got bars. He can go toe-toe with a lot of people. Um... Hawk is 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 damn near hanging in my top ten, but he is my Mount Rushmore with Biggie. To me, Biggie, Biggie, Pac, and Pun, and my Mount Rushmore because Pun is the most lyrical beast Thank of you. all time. Pun is the lyrical. You won't have no Eminem, and Eminem said himself, "You won't have no Eminem if you didn't have Big Pun." He was a lyrical genius. And so, in that matter, I'm going to give um, respects to um, Eminem as well. So, I hope that's 10. If not, I have a sleep. My man, I add one, which is 10A and 10B, Lloyd Banks. And the reason why I, Fab and Lloyd Banks will make the cut of the top 10 
I love I love lyrical brothers. I love punchlines. I love some shit where they can say some shit, make you think, and hit you right in the gut. And, and people don't remember, Lord Banks was rapping like a grown ass man at the age of fourteen. They was calling him prodigal um um Lloyd because he was the only one at that age allowed to hot ninety seven before he got a um deal with G Unit and was riding on every single Friday. Every single Friday. And Lloyd Banks had them punchlines. And the only I wish there was a versus of just punchlines between Lloyd Banks and Fab. I don't think we ever gonna get that. Well, Lloyd Banks and Fab was definitely the punchline kings. Yes, there's other lyrical guys like Ruby Fiasco, Common Sense. And I respect them, brothers. I will always will support and listen to them. But that's playing my car all the time. Lloyd Banks and everybody else that name. Now, real quick to my um um my 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 Knicks take. Um I really don't uh, it's the same shit, right? Um same I shit, think bro. that um it's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? This is why I, I love the fact that what we do here at Dirty Sports Boys, we talk about other stuff because all summer long, I can't wait to sit and watch what people's gonna really talk about. It's really nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? We keep saying that we're say shit. Um, but you know, we always gonna have people. Somebody said that's I don't know what it is, so please I won't give the credit to them. We might have all these rumors about who we connected to who might come here. It's like that. We the ugly girl. I'm paraphrasing. Like the ugly girl that somebody keeps playing around with and then leave. I forgot who it was, but that was a dope analogy I, I saw all yesterday. And it's true. We want to hear NB. We want to hear all the multitude of stuff because it just always happens when it comes to us. At the end of the day, if we can focus and hone in what we can do, what we can control the team right now, not what we can do with us, is um, um, we need to get rid of tips. And the only reason I say that is this. Yes, Tibbs helped us um, have some stability. I know people say, I didn't want him in the first place. Not forget, we was a shitty, like, come to coach-wise, we were a shitty, shitty. We had Derek Fisher, a joke. We had Jeff Hornacek, a joke. So we had to have somebody just to right the ship in that moment. And I loved it when we had Tibbs, Woodson, Kenny Payne. And that was when we had, was going in the right path. But once obviously left for the Indiana job, Kenny Payne, I think, went to the Louisville job, if I'm not mistaken. And, and remember, everybody kept talking about Johnny Bryan, Johnny Bryan. Kenny Payne was supposed to be the heir apparent. But when he felt like that, yo, I'm going to be out. And even Dolan was like, no, stay real quick. He was like, I can't lose on this opportunity. And he made like a little miniature documentary. He was out. Then now we're going to say the heir apparent is Johnny Bryan. And I really hope that this young brother really takes his mantle and do what he needs to do because it is time for Tibbs to go. He got us to where we can, as much as far as we can go. And we capped at the second round. We did it. Cool. We can't keep going year by year with the same coach going to the second round. So I think that we need young flavor. We need a new coaching staff. Maybe keep like one or two guys. And he, he picked his guys. You know what I'm saying? I think we need a veteran coaching assistant just so when, um, when you know, we have some vets, we you know, we got somebody, somebody that they can, um, you know, have that conversation with for being the OGs. But I'm going to be real with you, and um, name my plan is reading this tip for me. I don't know if we're going to get rid of Randall. I think, I think he's here until his contract's halfway up, or at least to the trading deadline. Um, I could be wrong. Again, I could be wrong. Um... But at the end of the day, that's just my, my belief. I don't think that they're going to do anything right now. 
because we keep having this thing that, oh, it's easy to trade around. Man, remember, we the only ones that think that our players are worth something. Around the league, people is not really clamoring at the fact that, oh, my God, I got to get this guy. Oh, my God, I got to get this guy from the Knicks. That's just our thinking and our opinions because we love our team so much, but we got to be realistic of what these guys really are worth. You know, so I let my play there. Hey, yo, when it when it comes, I hate that we're talking about randoms. I'm just so over talking about the dude. But <clears throat> like one thing that I think people have to realize as well, the Knicks aren't in control either. Like if, if they w- want to make a big move and the team says, you know what, I don't want Randall. I want RJ. Or if they say, I don't want RJ, I want Randall. Like the Knicks, they're not, they don't have that level of control yet. So one thing that, you know, I did, I, I looked around at the league and I'm like, outside of the Knicks, who has a ton of assets? Who has more assets than us? Who can easily outbid us? At least when it comes to picks and you know, young players, it's the Thunder. So the Knicks, they, they don't have a, a say-so. And as far as, like, you know, trading Randall, when people want to pack him up for a chopped cheese or beef patty with cheese on a cocoa bread from Golden Crust. They don't work like that. Like, you, you have, if you're going to move him, you have to replace the production. And even though the production wasn't there in the playoffs, you got to replace that 25 and 10 in the regular season to get to the playoffs. So I, I don't want them to, to sell low. I want them to make the right deal. I don't want them to move him just for the sake of moving him. And if they need to move him, they can do it. If they, if they need to move him, they can do it. But as we saw with this front office, they don't like that whole sell low stuff, except for when it comes to, you know, Cam Reddish. But, yeah, that was a good take. I like that top 10 with, with Black Thought, dudes like that. Yo, what up, Rick? See, this is the most infuriating part to me, man. And I tried to stay off the timeline yesterday, man, because the shit was getting on my nerves. But, like, you got half the timeline, don't want him be for some reason. You know what I'm saying? And in the other half, they want him, but they don't want to give up nothing to get him. Like, y'all got to understand, man. If y'all, you, You're not going to win a ring in today's NBA without a top five player. You know what I'm saying? The last team to do that shit was Detroit. That's not happening, man. There's a reason it's only happening one time, man. So if you, wanna, if you want a guy like a B, all these kids that y'all so in love with, they're going out in that deal. You know what I'm saying? All these picks, they're going out in that deal. You know what I'm saying? So, I appreciate you, Rick, because that's the same shit I've been saying, bro. You got to give up something to get something. It's no way, not to cut you off, bro, because you're you saying the shit I've been saying. There's no way you can get something and not give anything. It's it's pretty much just business. You could be talking about NBA or just any type of business. You got to give up something that's quote unquote, you hold on to your prior possession to get to the next level. You got you to spend the money and make money. Hey, yo, look. I feel like a lot of these dudes are not, they just fans are like, and this is why, like, a lot of these dudes, they they, have, they fans of players, you know what I'm saying? They're not fans of teams, man. And I think the LeBron ever ushered that shit in, man. You got a lot of, actually, nah, I want to say MJ, because when I was in school, when I was, you know what I'm saying, in middle school, fucking junior high school and shit, there was a lot of fucking MJ fans in that Y. So I'm not even going to say it was it's LeBron, but, like, a lot of these dudes are just, they, but, but, yeah, man. No, 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 no. And, Rick, you know what? And, 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 and everybody in here. His thing, with well, this new CBA that's coming out, I'm excited. Maybe it's just me being an old fogey, 
I'm excited because I'm sick of super teams. I'm sick of having do teams that have three of the best players on the team. It's the same eight teams that go to the playoffs. I want the league. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe it's just me. I want the league to go so hard on these teams and everything, whereas you're only allowed to have two players on the team. I want the league to go back to why, why I fell in love with the NBA. One of the Supersonics had the dope squad. The Charlotte Hornets had a dope squad. Detroit Pistons had a dope squad. The Houston Rockets, shout out to my cousin Vernon Maxwell, had a dope squad. I want to go back to that. Once the balance, when these guys not work about yo, oh, your you cousin my friend, is, is you Vernon, friend. bro. Your, your cousin is Vernon Maxwell. Yeah. yeah, my second cousin. Yeah, the Jordan Killer. Shout out to Big Mad Max. Mad Max. And that's the first. And that was the first time I sat. They would have um, They would have beat seats. Jordan in the '94 Finals if we didn't go. Vernon would have locked Jordan down, bro. Yeah, we got we got pictures of me. Even though I have my Knicks jersey, I had John Stark jersey, and that's when I first met Starks. But shout out to my cousin, Mad Max. But yeah, bro, like I want to I want to go back to that. You, I want people to understand that you got to give up something to get something, man. So like, you know what I mean? RJ upped his value this year. I know we all love RJ, but he's probably going in that deal. Hey yo, Rick. Yeah. Hey yo, Rick. So, because you kind of touched on, I think uh, Jay touched on it. I'm just uh, spit these quick bars, play a quick song. We'll let my boy Rick get his bars off, and then we're going to go on to the next um, speaker, right? We can go to the next speaker. That's all I wanted to say, man. Like, stop. If you got, uh, Yo, if I, miss, I missed my turn. Nah, Bully, I nah, my nah, turn. nah, nah. Nah, so you, you, you nah yeah, I'm going to spit these quick bars real quick, and then um, it's uh, up to you and Slater who, who's next. But, um... You know, look at the contracts. Like people talk about the, this the CBA, new CBA, but nobody's really like that's really, the new catchphrase, by the way. You know, yeah, that's that's what CBA, I said. It's, it's a new catchphrase. But the new CBA, as it stands right now, like today, that if the new CBA was in place today, it really wouldn't impact the Knicks because they're not over the second tax apron. But where it gets tricky going forward into next year, and this is why I said, like, I think Leon and all those guys, they knew what was about to happen with this cap. If you look at all the contracts that they give out, they're either they're either even money over the course of the contract or they're descending contracts. Who has the contract? What what last contract they signed that gave a young player an ascending contract? Like we, Yo, we, we not a super team yet, so that's just... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the bars off, right? So, I I like RJ, and I I want him here. He, we talk about players, fans. Like RJ is my favorite player, but if I'm if I'm taking a step back, and I'm looking at his contract, and nobody can ever answer this question for me, why is RJ's contract ascending? And Rouse touched on it. You cannot pay your, your third player, you know, twenty five to thirty million dollars with that new CBA. You just you can't. Like there's just it's not even about basketball. It's not even about, you know, wanting to keep the kids or getting a star player. Like you just you're not gonna be able to have your third option making, you know, close to thirty million dollars a year. It just it's not possible what's about to happen with the league. Talk about it, bully. Talk about yeah, it. So people, you know, they, they get so like emotional when you say, like, yeah. RJ may have to go because he's be the highest paid. I don't want him to go, but look at the contract and look at the CBA. So if RJ, right, if RJ is really going to ascend into a, a number two, you know, then it's cool. But not talking X's and O's. I'm not talking, you know, whether I like the player, whether he's good or he's bad. But just looking at the, the freaking contract 
It says it right there. Let me play these quick bars real quick. And then um, I think we got either Slater or Jay. Let me play this real quick. I'm brainless, but if you shoot me, then you're famous. What's a nigga to do when the streets is watching? Flocks keep clocking, waiting for you to break. Make your first mistake, can't ignore it. That's the fastest way to get extorted. But my time is money, and 25, I can't afford it. Beef is sorted like the diver. Sharp as is you bought it. I pull a slide back and cock it. Plan to board it. You and your mans get a pass. This rhyme, you're operating off time. Your nigga ain't worth my shells. All your nigga trying to do is hurt me. Europe. So, yo, next up, yo, I'm not sure. Um, I think it's it's slick. Yo, I got five percent. I got five percent. Bully slated on mine. I want to rock real quick. Let me rock. Let me get the Go mic. Go ahead, brother. Get get it off. Get it off. Get it off. Go ahead. The biggest, biggest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace to the room, man. Happy Sunday. Biggest in the fucking game on the planet. Excuse my language. My mom and my wife would be disappointed with me using these bad language on a Sunday morning. Sorry, sorry. It's my, my pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, what Bully's saying, man, about that third option making $30 million is absolutely correct, man. So y'all get attached to these role players, man, and these, and these young guys, and it's cool. You know, they, they give they give us a lot of moments in the regular season. RJ came to play in the playoffs. He's the only one I'm, I'm interested in keeping moving forward because the main thing we see with the Heat, the Heat, have they have identified playoff performance, right? So they, they, either you show up in the play, or you're not gonna play. So the Heat one through ten is, is straight guys that show up and get they all in the playoffs and do what they got to do when when the games really count. Um, Leon Rosenham's gonna have to make a decision with this new CBA coming up. Bully said stated it very 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 accurately. You can't pay your thirty your third option thirty million dollars. That means RJ Barrett's gonna move up in the totem pole or somebody's gonna get moved. One of those three guys got to get moved. You got to get a clear number one option. Jalen Brunson is your clear two option. And then if you could slide in RJ or somebody else is your third, I don't know. But the, the CBA is going to make it a lot co more complicated for guys. Um, quickly, his money is going to be up in air with his playoff performance and with the new CBA coming in. They're going to have to be very smart about it. Same thing with Obi. They got to make a decision on Obi. This is why they was having conversations with Indiana about Obi during the uh, trade deadline because they gotta they have to move the money. The money has to get hey, yo, around Jay, if they want to build this hey, team. Yo, this, yo, yo, this yo. offseason, Knicks are about to give out two hundred million in, in new contracts. Something's got to give. You you think they're gonna give out two hundred million in new contracts? Well, new players? Well, if, if you Fresh? figure Josh Hart's coming in at seventeen a year for what three four years, and if they want to re up Facts. quickly, right now he's probably coming in at what eighty. I ain't reading up quickly. I'm good on <laughs> I know. I know. I'm good. He he ain't he ain't performing the playoffs. That's scary for me. You ain't take you you're not taking the real game seriously. You're not performing when it's time. So I gotta Back. see I gotta see quickly at least one more playoffs before I give him that 80 million. Hard same thing. Like I don't think you should be playing a wing that can't shoot at, uh, 17 million a year. I don't care if he gets offensive rebounds. I agree with that. Cause and that's my gonna, guy. Yeah, Spo is gonna is, is gonna scheme him out of games like he did. He's gonna run the two, three. He's going to force Brunson to find him in the corner. And Brunson, the last play that we've seen, he, he, Brunson went away from giving Josh Hart the ball because he didn't believe in his man could make the shot. So your three-man, your, three your small forward in the modern NBA got to be able to knock down 37% of their threes. 
If he can't do that, he got to go, bro. You can't, you can't. See, this is what this is why I got a problem with Leon Rose, man. It ain't about Villanova. It ain't about Kentucky. It ain't about who you got, your man's, the situation that you want to build, guys being friends on the team. Nah, guys got to make shots and guys got to show up and play when it's time to play, man. And that's the only thing I'm concerned about. So they got to, they got to show and prove. I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest Leon Rose hater on this app. I don't even hate Thibodeau because Thibodeau is employed by Leon. In a matrix. Leon Rose, I love that. Paid, paid who get paid. He allows Thibodeau to coach. So hey, yo, Leon Jay. Rose is my op. Yo. Hey, yo, but before you Good, go, buddy. I know your phone going to die, but give me um, uh, get, after your Nick take, give me a rap take too, a music take before you go. What do you want, my top five yeah, ever? No, that's what happens when you, when you, when you go into the relationship. Yeah, yeah, give me, give me your, your top five. My, my top five ever? My top five ever? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I'm, so Leon, guys, to make it happen. I, I can't wait no more. We got it, it. You're in the Matrix, bro. I thought I was tripping. On your books to it's have over. a talented team. Jay, you got to say all that shit again, bro. Team. Hold on, hold on. Jay, you going to Give me a second. Give me a second. He's in the Matrix. Hold on. Wait. Out there in Wesley Chapel, man, with no service out there, man. I know where you at. My son is underground right now, son. It's Leon Rose take, man, and that's where I agree with Jay on Leon Rose, man. Like when you come into this job talking about relationships, 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 relationships become the priority. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the business, it should be business. I'm first, back. Relationships second. So that he's paying, he's gonna pay Josh Hart off the strength of relationships. They got, they went out and got Brunson, which I like, out of a, you know what I'm saying? Relationship. They talk about Carl Anthony Towns and all these other dudes and Embiid because of relationships. We gotta make the best business decisions. And that's why I don't fuck with Leon Rose because I feel like the relationships come first, the business comes second. That's not how you run an organization. Facts. Hey, Y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all hear me now? Yeah, yeah. you got to cook all that yo, shit again. So, my fault. Yeah, yeah. So, to piggyback on it, you got to make decisions, right? It can't be about Villanova, like Rick is saying. It can't be about Kentucky. It can't be about your guys, son, their homeboys, and getting guys paid and guys that you feel is family and who your, your granddaughter babysits their kids. Like, no, no, no. We have to have a team that can knock down shots and perform and play defense when it's time to play defense. We have to have a coach that can, can go toe-to-toe and make adjustments in the playoffs because Mike Malone and Spolster are showing them, like, they're just showing they're on a different level coaching-wise, right? Being able to switch the, switch the zone coverages, being able to go man, you know, totally confused. Papa left said it. They was, they was running two, three different things, things at Tibbs during one quarter, and Tibbs couldn't keep up with it. So, hey, yo, bro, Leon Rose, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie to you. I couldn't keep up with it. Word. Watching it at home, like watching that, that zone, I couldn't keep up with it. Bro, it's very, it was very confusing, man. And, they, and Miami could adjust on the fly, bro. But the NBA, this is an NBA team. This is supposed to be NBA coaches supposed to prepare their players to adjust on the fly. Right, a half, a, fifth, a seventeen minute halftime. He does it throughout the yeah, season. Seven, he does it throughout a seventeen the minute halftime. It's supposed you're supposed to be able to adjust it and, and fly on 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 whatever. So, Nick fans that tell me they don't want Embiid is crazy because Embiid is is a top level shot blocker, top level score from all three levels. Can hit a seventeen foot jump shot face up. Get you a bucket whenever you need it. He just got it. You got to get a coach that can get his ass in shape and hold him accountable. Hey, yo, get. If you get Embiid in shape, it's a fucking wrap. No, he's unstoppable. Yeah, give me, give me your, give me if your top five, Embiid, bro. What's the top five? Top five ever. Biggie Smalls is my idol. Buster Rhymes is my second idol. 
You look like Biggie Busta Smalls. Rhymes, Busta Rhymes never get talked about. LL Cool J is my third idol. Uh, Force Jay Z. I think Nas is corny. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so you. I'm going five Thank DMX. You. Thank you. Oh my God! Finally, somebody said that shit, man. Nas is corny. Yeah, I think Nas shit, is corny, bro. Yeah, so you you, you didn't like it was written you didn't like Illmatic none of that Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you nah, bro, you don't want to hear my real reason for not liking Nas bro so no nah, I, I think, think Nas is corny that you don't want to you don't want to ball wise ball wise nobody selection. that's out here doing what they do just to get famous I think bro. ruining I'm other real. days I know the real story I think that guy Hey, let, let's get okay, this Slater. Yo, Slater been Slater been waiting for like over an hour. You're corny. You gotta get Slater up. Go ahead, Slater. What up? Hey, hey fellas, yo, Slater, how y'all doing, you, man? Um, Thanks I for having me. I know you're a Nuggets fan, but yo, if you can, give me um, a basketball take and give me um, a hip-hop take or well, if you're in alternative music, I, I get into everything. So give me a music take and here's, a ball here's take. My, here's, my, here's, my top, here's my top five, ready? I'm going with, I'm going with Busta first, Eric Sermon. Number two, people forgetting about Eric Sermon and EPMD. Ooh. I mean, as much as you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like production, because I'm a producer, so... You know, um, I definitely, I definitely want to say uh, Eric Sermon. Um, so for me, uh, who else? Nas definitely. Um, shit, man, Luda too, man. I fuck with Luda, man. I, I, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot, man. So for me, it's hard for me to sit here and just throw people out there like that, man. From, from, oh, and evidence from dilated peoples. If anybody knows who dilated peoples are from, from, from the West Coast, from underground rappers, man. That should be, that should be tough. Shit is tough. Production wise is 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 so who, who's your notch. so you're um, a producer. So who who's your top producers then? Oh man, DJ Premier, yes. um, Evidence, Alchemist. Um, um Yeah, what about see. Static Selective? You know what? I don't like his drum selections. I don't like his drum selections. So for me, I, I mean, no, I, I fuck with that. His sample selection is elite. His sample selections is dope, but his his drums to me is kind of whatever, right? Um I used to I used to love Alchemist's earlier stuff when you would like like when he was doing stuff with Havoc well, and and, and, and um, yeah no doubt um but I feel like ever since Griselda came out and everybody does rapping with no drums now like he's doing the no drums thing and it gets like it gets a little repetitive but it's okay I mean it's, it's what people like so I can't fuck with it you know what I'm saying it's 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 dope though but um but definitely Eric Sermon. Like everybody's leaving out Red Man too. We all leaving out Red Man too. Don't don't do that. Don't leave Red Man out, y'all, for real. Like that, like seriously. Um, but yeah. Um, my main basketball take, honestly, like, and I'm just I'm a, I'm gonna be real. Like usually I be coming in here trying to joke with y'all and fuck with y'all and shit like that. But my thing is like I hear everybody talking about Embiid and how bad some of y'all want Embiid, some of y'all don't Embiid. I feel like if I was a Knicks fan, for real, I wouldn't want Embiid just because after watching after watching what's what's happened, like in the playoffs, right? I, I was listening to Queen a couple of days ago and she was saying like he gave you what, 10, 16 points in in a game seven? Like you like New York is gonna kill him for that. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 not you not getting a whole lot from a guy who who was given the MVP. When you when you once you hand that trophy over to that motherfucker, you were expected to do shit. Do it. You gotta do it. And especially in New York. I mean, listen, I'm from New York. I'm not even a New York fan like that. You gotta put you gotta do it. So if you're not gonna do it, right, then and then and then y'all I mean, especially y'all in here, y'all gonna shit on him. Y'all gonna y'all gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater. So 
why would you want to and not to mention i don't think queen or ebony even said it like he beats his body up so and he there he missed a significant amount of games in the beginning of the season so could you imagine if you guys picked him up now now and i i remember having this conversation with um with recap like yeah he gives you he'll give you like almost Jokic numbers he'll give you that but how consistent is he going to give that to you if he has a hip flexor or if he's been out for whatever now now he's not only is he not consistent and he's not playing right then he gets into the playoffs and then it's a game seven and he's only giving you 11 11 five and three y'all gonna murder this man so so why that rule you up next bro Why put yourselves through that? Right now it's time to strike. And he's the only one out there that's going to be like, like a bend the floor, like a raise the ceiling. He's the only one. And we just about what's available. The, the pool right now is small. I do, under, I do understand that. I do understand that. But I look at it from a perspective of, I look at the, as much as I make fun of y'all or whatever, I look at the fan base as a whole. And by the way, I've been in, in Lakers, Lakers spaces. Y'all are 10 times better than these, those clowns over there. They are so fucking delusional. Oh my God! I don't even want to talk about it. They like Yankee fans. They like Yankee fans. They all spoiled. They are spoiled. Whoa, hey. whoa, 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 whoa! Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Leave the Yankees alone. Leave the Yankees alone. I said, like, get the get get the twenty seven rings and come talk to me. Okay, little brother. I said, I said, <laughs> I said Lakers. I said Lakers. I said Lakers. I, yeah. Okay. Thank you. But uh. Nuggets and Nuggets and four. Yo, I'm I'm not even mad at you. <clears throat> and yo, Darulio, I appreciate you waiting, bro. Let me give you my producers real quick, gang. What's up? It's on. It's on you. Go ahead. Let me, let me give my producers real quick. Uh, right give, me, give me ten seconds. Give me take take the next call. Producers, take the next. No, go ahead, Jay. Take the next call. Right? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, uh, producers Pharrell, uh, 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 uh Primo, but so ghetto Primo. Not, not I, I like so ghetto Primo specifically. Red Spider that did a lot of fifty. Uh, get rich or die trying work. Uh, 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 Swizz. Uh, 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 Pete Rock. Pete Rock for sure, and RZA. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my Yo, producers. Nobody said Molly Mall yet, man. I'm disappointed at all, y'all, man. Hey, hey, I'm young, Jay. I'm young, hey, Jay, Rick, man. So, you know, I'm a 90, I'm a 95 baby. I, hip-hop came into my life at like 94, 95. So, Molly birthed all them dudes, man. Hey, Jay, if you like that, man, listen to my new album, man. I think you would like it, brother. All right. For sure. I'll check it out, brother. I agree with RZA, though. RZA had like a five-year run where like nobody was touching him at all. Oh, oh, and Havoc. Havoc. For sure, for sure. Nasty. Alk is a disgusting. I'm a drum guy, man. If you ain't got a lot, if you ain't got, this is why I think Nas is corny, because if you ain't got His drum, beat selection bro, I, is I terrible. I'm not going to hold you. Yo, drums is very important to me in hip-hop, bro. Like, you got to have, his beat selection is terrible, bro. Whose beat selection is terrible? Nas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nas, yeah, Nas and Eminem got the worst beat selection. Ah, uh, that's a narrative. That's that is true. Eminem, oh, wow. Eminem is not even in my top twenty-five of rap, but all right. Speaking of beat selection, like yo, pop it. That, that beat, that beat you roasted CP on, man. That shit was kind of fire, man. Who was That's it? Lupe Fiasco oh. Murals. Okay. Oh, Lupe might be in my top ten rappers of all time. 
no one, no one asked you about top ten, bro. You had five percent. Pusha T, Pusha T, Kanye, you know, all in my top prodigy, all yeah. in my top ten. All right, Darul, go ahead. But no Buster Rhymes is, is definitely two, and not not Bust, Buster is the most underrated, most consistent rapper we've ever seen. Him and LL. You didn't even listen Facts. to his last album. I did listen to his last album. album. Get out of here. <laughs> so Darul, you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm so ready. are you, brother? All right, which one we doing first? Whatever, whatever way you want to go. All right, uh, top five rappers of all time. My number one is gonna always be uh, the Microphone Fiend. Yes, because no one, no one ever sounded like him before he came out, and thirty years later, and yo, forty you know, years the later, he's he still rhyming. suits and the chains, man. He was fly too. No question, no question. Dude was a mystery when he first came out. When, you know, first came out. You know, you heard all kinds of different, the same kind of rap, and all of a sudden you turned on the radio and you heard, I came in the door, I said it before, I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but I'm fighting, just fight me, fight me, invite me to rhyme, can't hold it back, look for the line, taking off my coat, clearing my throat, the rhymes be kicking until I hit my last note. Nothing like them, man. And, you know, some people say that, and people talk about intricate rhymes, that's where it started. Thank you. That's that's where it started. That's where it started. My other rap rappers are Jay Z. He's been doing it for 25, 30 years straight. Big. Big had so much potential, man. Big Big was the total package. People said he didn't have intricate rhymes. Yo, he's a storyteller. Mason, my top ten. Rhymes. Mason Kim is in my top ten. Mason who? And Killer Ken. <laughs> Biggie was a total package. You know, Biggie, Biggie was so Biggie was so hot. Biggie only dropped two albums. You're talking, but he, he, you're talking he carried in a top. Jason, right now, thirteen-year-old Jason really likes. Like, exactly. Exactly. Hey, 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 bully! Would you be mad if I told you I, I was really feeling Cameron, especially when they started doing the heat maker shit? Uh, he wasn't even the best rapper in Dipset to me. Jarrell's was the no, oh, when, no. Cam, when, Cam, when Cam, when Cam decided to spit, he could spit. This is track. Yo, like, if, no, no, if you go to Cam back on SDE, that that was a completely different Cam than Dipset. Dipset Cam was whack. If you go to Cam before oh, Dipset, a lot of people tell you, a lot of people tell wait. you that Dipset killed New York rap. Hey, no, no, yeah. No. I would all got, I would all got like four pink shirts after that album came out, man. Come on, man. <laughs> go listen to go, go listen to the DJ Clue Professional too. Cam got a track on there. The first one and the second one. The first one and the second one came on. Yeah. Come on, recap. Don't don't do that. Recap. You can't do that, recap. Don't do that. Cam, Cam, you can tell Cam like it's all when he really when he really want to spit, nobody fucking with Cam, bro. But he just like he goofy like that. He's Stop. like baby. He's like baby. When we having sex, it's a pool party. It's a pool. <laughs> it's a pool party. <laughs> Stop. And a lot, a lot of uh, dude that a lot of people sleep on, and the dude that really created uh, G rap and swag rap in New York was was Cool G rap. That's a dude that that started all in regards to that. When you talk about that swag rap, that hey, was yo, his punch you wanna talk to the riches in the whole line. You want to talk about consistency? G rap still, he still got, he's still dropping out. 
Nope. Mad nice. Mad nice. You know, in regards to Tupac, I don't even have Tupac in my top 20. You know, I, I always think that Tupac, I always say that Tupac was a creation of, he's a creation of, of, of he came around the same time that, that rap media was really created. And he was a, he was the perfect tool for them, and and they were a perfect vehicle for him. You know, they they, they scratched each other's back. He gave them content in regards to his uh, his personality and how he acted out, and 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 they and they were able to sell and move um, product based on that. So it was a perfect combination. I, he's a lot like KRS One to me, where his personality is bigger than his than his um his pen game. That's just my opinion. No, people don't don't like that, but I've always looked at him and KRS in, in the same. Yo, what manner. about um? I always thought yo, that Dio, nobody brought up LL. You got any thoughts on LL? LL was is well. They talked about the golden age of hip hop being in from eighty five uh, to ninety five or ninety eight, however you want to put it. He's the beginning of that. If you ever, if you were around and you saw um, Crush Group when that dude came on the screen and said box. That dude, he blew up right off of that. Hey, Daru, there's a... He was Drake. He, he was Drake before Drake. Daru, there's, there's a rumor. Daru, there's a rumor that... Uh, there's a rumor that uh, that uh, L's got a new album coming out entirely produced by Q-Tip. So that's going to be sick. I heard that. I heard that. That's gonna, I heard that. That's going to be wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. And then, you know, you, you take your favorite rappers from, from the 90s and the early 2000s, and you hear what, how they talk about them. You know, that dude was mad influential. Mad hey, influential. Yo, I, I don't like that. L l let me ask you a question. You know, I like, like picking your brain on, on things. Um, So I had this analogy, right? Like we, we were talking about most influential basketball players, this and that. And I always said one of the most influential basketball players was Dr. J because Dr. J influenced Jordan. If you take that and you apply it to hip-hop terms who who is the dr j of you know would, would it be big daddy kane the way he influenced jay or who would be the, the dr j of of hip-hop i'll go back further i say the dr j of hip-hop and it, and this is going to a reason why i say first of all let, let me say this hip-hop is a thing that it hits you and it hits you at a certain age. So if you're talking to someone who's 50 years old and you're talking to someone who's, who's 46, you know, they're going to be hit by, by two different people because, because the game changes up so quickly. So I, I understand that. So for me, the Dr. J of hip hop is Melly Mel. Ooh. So when, when people talk about, you know, Tupac, rhymed about social issues that no one rhymed about before. Like, you, do you understand that the message is 41 years old now? And people still play the message, and the message is still relevant today. The message is relevant today, man. So, so Melly Mel influenced a lot of people. Melly Mel is the first rapper that I heard. I would say he, Melly Mel or um, Mo D. Melly Mel or Mo D. Well, cool Mo D. Yeah, I would consider to be like the Dr. J, and then you go on to the Jordans and the such. But you know, I have, I have a lot of I don't have as much respect for the 
game today. But, you know, I, I respect a lot of people. I respect the 90s. I respect the, the early 2000s. Um, and Drake, should, not so much. Wayne, Wayne is like that. I would never take anything from Wayne. Wayne, Wayne could have could have came out in any era. Yo, Don, let me ask you though. I think with, with Wayne, I think he too long. Like to me, he should have stopped making studio albums in two thousand and nine. Because like after that, he had what? I am not a human being. One, two, Carter four, Carter. It was just. It was whack, and in, in my opinion, like his <laughs> early stuff. Whoa, you said the Carter Four is whack? It wasn't all that. Yeah, that's the one. You know, one of the, that's the one with the song "She Got a Love." Like that, that's that one, right? That's whack. Carter After a while, dudes just run out of ideas. Oh, they make money. They make money. They run out of ideas. Telling you, mixtape Wayne was that guy. Hey, yo, Rebel, I, I see you. Um, I, I see your request. We got two people that requested, I believe. Oh, no, I just want to. So, yo, Rebel, I see you're going to keep going, and I want to ask somebody if, if they're done. Speaking. Bully, I'll step down if you want. I'll step down. Oh, yeah, if, if, yeah, if, if you don't mind, I think nothing more to add. You, know, you can always come back up, but my man Rebel been requesting for like an hour now, so I want to get him up on the you, panel man. as well. Yeah, so um, how can you say that Pac uh, came out with more things for you to think about than Public Enemy? I mean, y'all had to be around to understand how big a Public Enemy was when they first came Tupac's out. Tupac's just more marketable. You know what I'm saying? Like, more, they, they, he was, but, but that goes back to what I was saying before. That goes back to what I was saying before. You know, he he was able to sell himself through a new media that came out around that same time. Because you look at all... When I talk about that new media, I'm talking about those magazines like Vibe Magazine. Yeah, Vibe Magazine, The Source, all that. MTV really first started covering. I mean, they had your MTV rap, but they really first started covering rap. Hey, hey yo, Doc. Next level around that same time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so sorry to keep interrupting you, but I keep getting these thoughts in my head. I kind of want to put it out there. Like, yo, you're talking about, and give me your thoughts on this and anybody else, you know, was, we got about less than an hour to go. So anybody want to hop in, hop in. But what are your thoughts on, because you were talking about Tupac, all this and that, and, you know, I was asking a question last night about cultural impact. You look at that show back in the day, well, at least back in, for me, back in the day, and Live in Color, and it's like, yo, Pop came up with all those guys from that show, so it's like, there's this guy, like, his his charisma, like, you were talking about how he can, he's marketable, can sell himself, and it's like, you know, he went to school, you know, for acting, he was, he was hanging out with the Waynes, Jada Pinkett, Yo, you got any any? And if you don't have any, I know I'm coming from left field. Do you have any thoughts on like you know hip hop, the impact of um, live and living color, all of that? Well, I mean that's how in living color was marketed. You know, it was marketed with a hip hop vibe. I mean, they it had was, a DJ, Sean Wayans. Sean Wayans was the DJ on on in living color. They had the hip hop dancers. It was it was Saturday Night Live for Black people. That's what it was. Right. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rosie Perez leading as the hip hop dancer, Jennifer J-Lo. Lopez. That's how she got her start as one of the dancers. So, Jim on, Carrey on in Living Color got his start on there too, right? It was Jim Carrey. Too. Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Jamie Full Fox. name. Yes, hey, you know sir. You know what's funny about Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey even said he was like, "Yo, listen, I don't care what any white people say. These black people gave me my start." 
He said, I'm going to just leave it. I'm going to leave it right there. He said, when a bunch of white people told me I wasn't good enough, he said, these black people gave me a start. And without them, there would be no Ace Ventura. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things you look forward to on In Living Color was the end of the show to see who was going to be performing. Which hip hop artist was going to come on because you didn't really know who was coming on. And you're like, oh, Ed was on this week. Hey. Oh, that's, you know, it was, it, the world before cable and, 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 not cable, but the world before uh, social media and such, it, it was a different world. Hey, Daru, it was, a, it was I, I appointment wanna, TV. Daru, I want to I want to piggyback on what you were saying because there's even a there's even a TV show. There was even hey, like real, a mini real commercial. Quick, um, Lefty, um, check your DM. If if, if anybody w- wants to go, you know we, we got about a little less than an hour to go, so you don't got to put your hands up. We we just we just talking hip hop, talking ball, so. No need for the hands. Just hop in. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to jump in this after Slater says uh, what he has to say. Real quick, real quick, Daru. I want to say this real quick, Daru. If, um, there's, there's even a, th- there's even a documentary that I watched that uh, Living Color influenced the halftime show for the NFL because That's they a were, fact. The, they That's were the ones, fact. they were the ones that were telling people, hey, you know, we got, we got, we got live shows and we gotta have funny shit going on, and then you can go back to the show. And then they, they were like, oh, motherfuckers ain't really watching this show. You know what I mean? So so hip hop has a lot to do with a lot of the shit that goes on around here. And I and I think but I think and I just want to say this real quick, I think if if we want to go back to that that type of hip hop that people are talking about like Daru and, and, and Trippy, you know, we gotta promote that stuff. We gotta promote it. And a, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the people, you know, we don't teach our kids about about conscious hip hop and what that can mean for our minds. Hey, yo, and, my, and my son we don't play that that new garbage in our house. We, we don't at all. What's that new garbage? <laughs> Yo, the, the the little this, the NBA young boy, the the Uzi verts, and we don't play none of that in my house. I mean, I mean, you have to play. I, I, I like that one that Uzi vert, so I ain't gonna lie to me. I'm gonna watch saying. I feel like you have to play that though. Hip hop, I'm like Tiz, bro. You have to. You have to <laughs> get off my lawn. From a from a producer standpoint, you have to play that stuff. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you have to give your you have to give your your listeners, even your kids, the reason to say, "Hey, listen, this is why I don't fuck with this type of stuff." Oh, no, they, and then they, they, they don't rock with it either. Because like my thing is, I'm not supposed to like it. They're a bunch of 18, 19, 21, 22. True. I'm not supposed That's to fair. like it. So That's fair. I don't even bother with it. Nah, I can respect that. The one thing I do for my daughters, I definitely try to get back into that like early 2000s vibe because I feel like in the generation of just hip-hop, R&B, period, like that's just one sound that can't be replicated. Like I miss that era. Like bring me back Missy Elliott producing Timberland, Swiss Beats, Pharrell going hey. crazy. Kanye, you, when he was the you want that hip-hop R&B. Hey, trippy, like, trippy. I, I, do the, I do the same trip. I do the same That's how for my son. Go. That was the music right there. Like, what? I'll play Brandy Full Moon right now. Fuck is you talking for about? Real. Hey, Trippie. Yeah, my son, my son will hit you with the one in a million from Aaliyah. The beat, he'll hit you real quick with the beat. The, 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 the. I love that shit. <laughs> he'll hit you real Four quick. Four The 90s is when the 90s is when hip-hop R&B we need to go back to when Jay Z had eight people on that one track. Uh, what's it called? Reservoir Dogs. When he had eight people on the one track, he had the locks on there. And it was like five minutes long. That shit I mean, was like, five I mean, minutes. Like long. twenty Maya features this song. <laughs> I'm t- hey, I want to get. Hey, I, I want to get my Maya. Five. Fuck the features. Yeah. Hey, yo, r- r- real quick, y'all. Um, <clears throat> I got, I got a DM. Um, yo, we don't have to, you know, 
because we're coming to the end. If anybody, I know people, some people are short on time. So if you, if you want to hop in, give you your next take, your hip hop music, and yo, it, it doesn't have to be just hip hop. I get it alternative. I, I get into everything, so it don't got to be just hip hop. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if anybody wants to hop in, you don't. Gotta no, wait. I want to. I want to give my. I want to give my top five, and I want to comment on a uh, Pox uh, cultural impact. So my personal All top right, boy. five. Boy, boy, you gonna have to go after me. I was first up. So. <laughs> How you doing, though, boy, Rebel? I'm just messing with oh. you. I'm gonna oh, um, I'm keep it short though, cause cause it's my B day today, y'all. So I'm not gonna be in spaces oh, today. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday, Don't be in spaces. What the fuck? Oh nah, this probably gonna be the last one for a while. I just you know uh, stepped in to support uh bully, you know um. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to give out because I'm tired. I feel like I'm a broken record, especially with the Knicks. You know, people going to believe what they want to believe. I'm just going to let the season play out. That's the Thanks. type of t- person I'm in. I am. I like what the, I this, just this kind of recap. <laughs> I guess it's kind of it's like a recap, you know, like my man recap dude. Hey. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just want to say I like what my I like where the organization is going. I don't think the sky is falling. Um, I think that uh the development will show, and um, I I the issues I've had is they've been the same issues the same two years. So if you still have, have those same questions, why do we move forward with the same pieces if those are t- still are the same questions? Meaning Tibbs and Randall. That's my thing on that, right? And um, what else is the other? I feel. Now, let me, what was the other the question? Yeah, let, let me ask you a, a, a Oh, you started question. that birthday already, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little 420 action, you know, wake and bake. Hey, I mean, let me ask you a question, right? You're of the, the school of thought where, you know, just run it back. But how, how, what, what's your answer to the business side of it when it comes to contracts? Because someone like me, you know, I, I like all the young kids. But I'm looking at these contracts, and I'm like, somebody's got to go. Who's going to go? Well, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't care about the CBA and stuff. So I ain't going to front to be the, this new CBA no type doubt. of person because no I'm not that fan. No doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not that type of fan. But uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't believe it can happen. I've seen Golden State, and supposedly this is this new contract is supposed to give us new more money, right, or help us out with the. With the money nah, management? Not nah. so the way it's gonna work, like with that second tax like right now the Knicks are okay. But when RJ contracts kicks in next year, if they give Hart a contract, if they give quickly a contract, then you then you're in that second tax apron. And with that second mm-hmm. tax apron, you can't trade a pick like six or seven years out. Then you, you can't you lose the mid level exception, you lose the the vet ex, minimum exception. And then also when you make a trade, it has to be for even money because now when you trade, the money doesn't have to be even unless it's like a sign and trade because of uh, base level compensation. But mm-hmm. next year, if they give out all these contracts, then the Knicks would be in a, in a really tight spot at, at that point. Well, I'm going to say this next year. This is how I feel, which is why I don't think we need to rush. This year is not a rush year. We're still building, okay? We, we are. We are. I don't know why people are getting impatient. Like, like we've been the Golden State Warriors this whole time. So, um, they got to be I, uh, careful, we, though, we, we, They got to be careful, though, because what, what he's saying got, is the money is I, 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 I get what y'all saying with the money-wise, but y'all speaking about how people was, 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 you know, not their best at the playoffs and at the end. 
And that's the truth. They wasn't the best, but that can help us out because now you have a bargaining tool. We don't like there. There are issues in your game to not warrant so much money. Like you get what I'm saying? You have a tool. They have pieces and that that might help us at the end when it comes to contract time. And again, you have to pick and choose and, and let people show. So next year, I, I believe wholeheartedly, if y'all want to call me toxic, I want to say toxic, but there's no excuses for anybody next year. That's how I feel. And and then after that, you can really see who deserves the money, in my opinion, and not. Because there is no excuses. You, you, you gave them, they got to the second round. They got some experience under their belt. All of them, including Mitch, now has some experience under his belt. There is no excuses after that. You, you either show out or you, you ship out. That's how I feel about about that situation. Hey, yo, give me um a music take, whether it's R and B, rap, anything. Just give me a music take. Uh, um, this they went away from the key to success. I think they realized that <laughs> us, I mean, I mean us. I want to say black black people. We were we were doing too much family, um, values. It was too much love. Remember, I remember back in the day, it was lovey dovey. You got letters from from the from the the boys would write you letters, and it wasn't looked as a simp. That stuff now is called simping. Oh, you or you being soft. Like toxicity today is cute. Is what people find attractive, which is crazy. So uh they changed it. I think they what they show us, what they put on radio now is not the best, is what they want us to hear. Um, because I, I had given up given up on even R and B. Like you just stopped listening to music. It was trash. People, you know, scissor wanna hey, hey, hate yo, everybody. Sis. I like her music. Yo. R and B today is just it's porn. That's what R and B is yeah. now. It's just porn. Sister Mommy is scary to me, Queen, because she talking about killing her boyfriend. Like, yeah, see, see, it's toxic. Okay. It reminds me of that spoof that with, with Step Brothers, and they was like yachts and thoughts. That's what the, today that the, when they was making fun of music. That's dead ass to today's music though. Yachts when he was like, I, I need my yachts and thoughts, or was it boats and hoes? Boats and hoes. There you go. Boats and hoes. Gotta have me joint. my boats and hoes. <laughs> But yeah, that's how it is today. But um, I like they they really is underground. If you have uh, today's rappers, especially I don't know if y'all noticed, but New York City women are on up and coming new, like new. If y'all really look it up, they, a lot of them you still think. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot. Just like the Ice Spices or Cardi B. Oh no, she's trash. That's what I mean. That's the stuff they tell you about. But you got people like London Hill who can yeah, do Ice like Spice a, got a great pocket. Ice Spice. Yeah, that's that's that commercial too. stuff. You gotta look like up Ice and coming, Spice like nice, bro. But before, like the Lola's, like because you hear Lola now, she's okay. But like you got London, they're, they're really spitting, like they're really lyricists. And sometimes that that's not what they want to hear. They don't have the appeal. They want to see you twerking and talking about your your parts, your private parts. So um, I just think that they, it's what they let you. They don't give you the best music. It's what they want you to hear. We were doing too much uh, positivity, and they don't want that in the community. So you got to switch it up, and, it, and it's switched up on both sides, the R&B and, and the um, rap. My One of my favorite uh, rappers happens to be Lupe Fiasco. That's my one of my favorite rappers. Word. So uh that's popular favorite rapper too. That's 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 my favorite rapper. But, One of my favorite songs ever by him is Dumb It Down and it's it it, it can but be that was played on Food and Liquor. That was to on this day. Album. That was not no, that was the second. That was, second, that was the uh cool. the, 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 cool. the second, the cool, it was on the cool. Shout out to Lupe, man. That's yeah, shout out to so that's that's a, I like I like that type of rap when you're saying stuff. Um you make me think. Uh with Tupac, I was a, I wasn't I was more of a biggie fan. I did a uh 
I had to actually did a college uh, research paper on Tupac, and I just want to let you know he was very confused to me. Um, like almost bi bipolar, you want to say? Like he just had a lot of different personalities. Hey, yo, Ebony. Um, yo, I, I I would tell you go watch the Drink Champs that Marlon Wayans was on. Yeah, I seen that. I seen yeah. that. He said that's all his personalities. Right. I get it, but then. I don't know. That baby didn't know which baby he wanted to be then, because he just had a lot going on. And um, crazy. People confuse <laughs> for being a genius. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna just leave it like that. I, I like Tupac the poet, though. I really did. That's what. That's what. That's 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 what. That's why Ye is who he is too, because they they two the most. I think Ye, Ye and Tupac probably two my most bipolar rappers we ever seen. Random. Completely random. Why do you think Lauren Hill stopped recording professionally? What, 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 what do you think would happen with Lauren outside the baby father drama? She couldn't get to her shows on time. People stopped messing with Lauren. Now I don't know. <laughs> no, I can answer that. I can answer that because shit, my dad actually managed her for like well, talk about probably it. two months. Yeah, yeah nah, not nah, It's just um the way she looks at the way she looks at music. Um, she looks at music. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Jerry Garcia, uh, one uh, the Grateful Dead. One thing Grateful about the Dead, Grateful yeah. Dead, yeah. One of the things about the Grateful Dead is that they never put like he made it a point to never perform any um, to any song like the same twice. So that's how she approached music, and she wanted she really looked at it as trying to be being an artist more than an entertainer now you know when we when we when people pay to go see a show they want to listen to x factor the way they heard it on the record she ain't into that so it's literally she's been recording she has been recording this entire time but the thing with her is that she'll record something and then all of a sudden, you know, she does that 50 takes thing and like, nah, it's not good enough. And then the next day she'll be satisfied with it. But then two days later, she's like, nah, fuck it. Hey, hey, yo, um, so what's yo, up? your pops, did he manage her when she was, you know, before she. Oh, this was 06. This was like this was um, 06 when he managed her. Like I said, now him. Um, and how I mean, many albums she got, you think? how many albums, unreleased albums she got? You got, she got oh, at least three. No, at least three. But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, my pops, uh, it was like fucking and walked away because um, he had some. He he orchestrated a deal with the vent with this um with this investor. She wanted to get bought out of her uh, contract from Columbia, and so he had this investor that was willing to just like buy her out, uh, buy like you know have the money for um for Sony to buy her out of her contract and uh, he wasn't going to ask for anything. He was going to put it on paper that he did not want anything in return. He just, he was, he was such a fan of hers that he was, um, he just wanted her to be free so she can be able to uh, make music and do what she wants. And he asked for one phone call. She postponed the phone call. She wanted to postpone the phone call by three hours because like she was busy with something small, like something very small, like I'm picking up some food or I need to take a nap. And so the guy said, fuck it. And my dad was just like, fuck it. So, yeah. Um, but I want to give my top five. I really want to give my top five. I really want to comment on Tupac and then also the R&B thing. Um, my, my, my top five in no order. It's a big 
Jay, Busta. I'm gonna go Kanye and Jadakiss. You, you, uh, got, you Busta, got Kanye top five as a rapper. See, that's the thing. What are, what's the criteria? Because I also been hearing folks Absolutely. say that. But no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've also been hearing folks saying uh, they don't. They're not putting Nas in there because he's a bad beat selector. That's not a rapper. So I'm just saying that, like, we the the criteria was never. The criteria was never set, so so I'm just saying, okay, cool. Um, hey. I'll put Kanye and Kanye in there as a as a you know Kanye and Jadakiss. Mm-hmm. Now, Busta, greatest live performer in the history of hip hop. There's no one. Uh, se- there's no one second. Uh, the, the, whoever's number two My, is not close. Dougie Fresh can't touch Bust. Bust is the, the, is the most iconic live performer ever. Yeah, I, Dougie, most iconic. Dougie, you Dougie cannot Fresh. put. Look, I look. I have worked several shows. I have worked several shows where it's just like, it's just like, yo. No matter who the headliner was, you got to put Busta last because I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's Jay, oh, you talking about being an actual MC? I feel you. I'm talking live performer on stage. Live performer. I'll put DMX, but go ahead. As a live performer, nah. Mm. Oh yeah, I've, I've I've been to the Hampton Coliseum where I have I saw X have people cheering, have people crying, all, yeah. all in one show with that prayer and the whole night. DMX is, X is DMX is, is like one of my, Look, DMX is one of my favorites. DMX is one of my favorites, but uh, I got to disagree on that one. But hey, you know, it just is all opinions. Um, let's see the Tupac thing. I will say this, and I just. Had this conversation on hey, yo, Rebel, yesterday, actually. Okay, what's Rebel, up? Yo, let, let me just throw a thought at you real quick because I think it's going to lead into your next take. You know, okay, we, we were talking about like the influence, right? And yeah, I, I was going to answer that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like you could say what you want, you know, about Kanye, right? About all his his politics, okay. all that stuff. But if you look at the impact that he had on the culture like he single-handedly changed the culture of hip-hop when he came in with the way he was dressing his content so in my opinion he's the most influential rapper of this generation more than jay can i can i all right can i i'm gonna spin something back to everyone i'm gonna spin this is how influential kanye was you know so a couple of times i hear like one some one of the brothers here said yo Nas is corny, right? This is how influential Kanye is. Kanye made corny be cool. Kanye made so corny bad. be cool. Yo, he had me so, rocking so bro. That's yes, Kanye made corny be cool. He was like, yo, I'm going to pull up the pants. I'm going to wear this backpack. I'm going to still be fly. I'm going to wear a polo shirt. I'm going to be a nerd. He made corny be cool. That's And that's why it breaks my heart that it's like, yo, fuck. Like... Um, the fact that he the even when it came to marketing his record, uh, when he first came out, like he went to the HBCUs, he was like, nah, that that's how I'm gonna market. Like, so everything with him was different. He made corny be cool. Um, the Tupac thing, I'm gonna say this. I just had this conversation. Like, it's so funny, right? Being in the Lakers spaces, like you know how people, you know how people are different. I said Tupac is the most overrated rapper ever. Okay, overrated rapper. I look at now if someone want to say Tupac, Tupac is one of the best um, hip hop figures ever. Okay, I'll give you that. One of the best, not the best. But like the thing with Tupac is that I've heard people say 
Tupac was the uh, the black man's Kurt Cobain, Ooh. right? For better or for worse. Now the now on the when it comes to MC, how he enunciate the words, how he his flow, I think it was elementary, elementary. Now, as a you know, a Mad Nick fan said poets. I look at Tupac as like the next as the 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 newer generation version of Gil Scott Heron. Um, but as an MC, how he spit I tell his flow is that's a, that's a great I thought his flow with Gil Scott Heron, man, because I got the singer and like a lot of his a lot of his songs sound like kind of disjointed. He's out there freestyling, but the message behind his song, Yeah. That's a that's a great comparison. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so so I look at him like that. Now the now the problem with Pac is just that that influence that he had because he was influential. It was like outside of New York, because, you know, we got to take, we really got to try to find a way to separate ourselves from the East Coast, West Coast shit. Um, he was like folks in the South, folks in the West, he was influential, but I just, just the bullshit that he got himself into, it just tarnished all that. So um, I'll always like kind of like side eye Tupac a little because of just like, yo, man, he, like socially, you could have done so much more, but you just did some fucked up shit with it. Um, you know, that's why I say fuck you to John Morant because it's the same, it's the same cautionary tale. Here we go again. And then my last thing I want to say about R and B, I just finished. I'm like, I'm actually in the middle of it because I, I I fell asleep last night uh, early. But like the, I'm watching this new documentary on Donna Summer. It's called Love to Love Me on HBO Max. And the beginning of the documentary is. Um, like her making the track "Love to Love Me," where she's like literally like moaning on the track, right? And it and it introduced this term called sex rock, and like they would only play the music. They would only will play her song like at midnight, like on the like the underground radio stations. So like when it comes to like hip hop, when it comes to R and B, I hate to say it, folks, we're old. The 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 music that we're criticizing. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, right? 20, 25 years ago, the folks that we were listening to were older than us. So we were, it was like aspirational. It was like something that we can look up to. These new niggas that's making hip hop now, we're, we're older than them. And, and we look at it, we kind of look at it like, man, you ain't, you don't know shit, man. This ain't good. I just think that the music isn't made for us. And then also the difference with hip hop nowadays is that. Because of social media, right? And I'm not I'm not hating on the younger generation, but it's like nowadays, like clout chasing, you know, your the the image is more important than the music. Where where you, years ago, for you to have an image, you had to come correct with the music. Like you couldn't come with bullshit music. You know, so I think that's the difference. I think like nowadays, like as long as you have a cool image, as long as you can get beef with the right person, and then if you're able to just do something on a record, then then that's good enough. But I don't know. I spit a lot. Uh, I know I just dropped a lot. I, I want to keep. Uh, you know, uh, I'm definitely interested in everyone's opinion. So thanks for letting me rock, man. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I really I love this conversation. I don't know now. if um re recap. Bro, yo, my fault. I didn't know if you you were still waiting and lefty. I don't know if you guys were waiting or are you guys there? No, nah, I wanted to give a take, but I didn't want to jump in, man. So I was just waiting. 
I was I was going to say the same thing too, yeah, because I was like, uh, conversations was kind of leading in two couple of different directions, so I was kind of like, just kind of waiting to kind of jump in, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, just just real quick, I, I like the conversation that's going on. Uh, I just want to give a, a quick take, and I'm just going to pass it to Lefty. Um, <clears throat> but uh, for me, uh, my top five, which is probably going to be, uh, which I guess, oh, sorry about that, which which might be a little uh, critical, I guess, for some people. Look, Pac has always been my favorite. I grew up with uh, with '90s R&B and and rap, and for me, there was nobody better than uh, than Tupac at the time. Not only because his influence, his influence is one thing. It's it's for me. I, I think I, I guess it's how you how you like music, how you prefer prefer music, right? I like music that only makes me think, but makes me feel. Um, I think Pac was really really good at uh, at doing that. Um, I always felt Pac's music. And maybe it's because I, I grew up on a lot of his music. He was one of the first rappers I've ever listened to. So I have a, a little bit of a connection to him in, in that regard as well, too. Like, he put me onto so many different other rap people, rap groups. I mean, I, 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 get, I went from him to, to Bone Thugs, to Biggie, um, you know, to Dre, to Snoop, you know, like to everybody who was featured on his stuff. I always went to whoever they were, you know, with Tupacalypse One, right, with, you know, uh, when he was a part of Digital Underground, right? Like, I was following all of that stuff. I loved that music. I grew up on that. Um, so, like, for me, it was always Pac. It was Biggie. It was Eminem. I don't, I, some people, yo, man, it's crazy to me that he, Eminem, for me, craziest. Talk about bipolar. This man goes from, like, happy square dance artist track to, you know, cleaning out my closet, bro. Like, this guy has ups, downs, and betweens. He was kind of the most realist rapper in regards to just human emotion. We're never one feeling. We're not always happy. We're, not, we're all things. We're everywhere sometimes, you know? And I think M was perfect at capturing that. You know, because sometimes you, you want to be crazy funny and just laugh at the pain. And sometimes you got to feel it, you know? And he had albums where you're just straight funny and making you laugh and albums that made you think and made you feel and made you try to understand, you know? And he'll even tell you, like, one of his favorite rappers was Pac, you know? <clears throat> he produced, um, you know, the, um, some of the songs for Pac on the, um, <clears throat> on the album for his movie, uh, you know, for Resurrection, which is a great album, in, uh, in my opinion. I still love One Day at a Time, you know? Like, that's a great track for me. Uh, so I, I, I think uh, Eminem doesn't get enough credit for what he gave to the game and what he and what he brought to the game and how good he was. Probably still is, honestly. You, you, you want to talk um, about a technical rapper? That's Eminem. Yo, bro, to, man. Yeah, he's a technical, multi-syllabs, all that stuff. He's done it with some of the greatest, bro. Like, he's he's there. I just, uh, he, he does not get enough credit, in my opinion. I, I love him, and in terms of live performances, yo, nobody gets the crowd more hype than when Eminem comes out. And he usually does a lot of, like, guest appearances and features. <clears throat> the, the crowd, they don't, even, they, don't, they don't even announce who he is. They just hear him. Nah, Rico. You know? Nah, I'm just saying, bro. For me, from what I'm seeing, but that's just my opinion. Nah. That's what I'm, at least from what I'm saying, um, Jay, but, like, that's just my opinion on it. I think that <clears throat> when Eminem came out, and nobody knew he was there, or people just kind of heard it. When they heard the voice, they went off. They went nuts, bro. He came out on a lot of different, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of different people who were performing. Drake, for instance, Jay-Z, for instance. When he's doing his performance, so you know how crazy Jay-Z 
uh, fans get as well, too, when he's performing. And Eminem comes out, and they just go bonkers. They go nuts, man. It's taped this video on YouTube of, of just that happening, bro. So, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's crazy what the energy this man can bring just from not doing nothing but rap. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I, that's the difference I'm trying to say. He doesn't have to bring it. Like, Buster was a, a crowd pleaser, bro. Like, he, he brought energy. As soon as he touched the stage, he was energetic, right? That's a different type of... Uh, how much do you attribute that to the demographic? Because it's a different demographic. And yeah. Kind of like when you look at old Michael Jackson concerts, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the people fainting and shit like that. Like, how much do you bro, attribute any, that? Bro, any, anybody that rhyme live, you got to... So, if, if they're not using music guys or... or, or uh, uh, performance tracks to do they to do their live performances, bro. I, they're they're off my list. Cause if you rhyme it, rhyme. If you ever rhyme in public in front of people, without using a reference track or a performance track, even punch-ins, like even just like a little bit of ad-libs here and there, like Jay Z, Boss, they they don't they. Jay like Jay likes breath control. Can I? Yeah, my, can breath I control my, is my thing. I, my I got five minutes. Can I give, can you I good? Yeah, yeah, bro. You got it. Yeah, Lefty, you got it, brother. All right. All right, Kid Ink, Hurricane Chris, D4 Out. No, I'm just joking. How about that? <laughs> all right, no, I was just playing. Uh, all right. All right. So, Yo, the best flow of all time, best flow of all time is AZ. Best flow ever. Um, I'm going to go most conscious plus lyrical, effortless. I'm going to go with Guru of Gangstar. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a nice, like, little favorite that kind of got me interested in rapping, like, not just listening to it, but wanting to be a rapper. I'm gonna go Obi Trice, Cheers album, 2004, second round's on me. I thought he had a nice back-to-back run, obviously. Interesting. Yeah, obviously Eminem is, is, uh, peak, you know, you know. Robert, Yeshiva boy, Robert, you know, you know, I know Jason, you know, 13 year old Jason, you got, you know, eight, nine year old Robert listening to rap. Tupac also enters that era. Biggie, Jay-Z, no need to overthink it. Um, I know I'm giving a lot of guys, but uh, CL Smooth, uh, the real, the real Smooth, not that, not that cat from Philly that talks about over top and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I'd be. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, Redman, I heard Redman. Uh, Redman's dope. Jersey's finest. I think Tretch is. You can't say Eminem without saying Tretch. I've also been on a song with Tretch, so I know a couple guys on here. They they draw a little picture for somebody. Uh, I actually was on a song for for Tretch, and I'll post that video in a little. Yeah, bit. I was in the studio at the same time, or or, or was, uh, was actually. So I have quick story. Quick story about Tretch, and then I'll end my take. And then, I'll, and then I'll say my producers. I'll just say my take after that. So I was uh, performing in the studio um, in Newark. And I go into the studio. I had I was living as an Orthodox Hasidic Jew at the time. I had my head shaved, but I had my side locks. And I went in the studio. Tretch was there. And the cool thing about Tretch is that um, Tretch and Tupac... You know, everybody's talking about, oh, you know, these guys aren't lyrical, or Tupac's not lyrical, or whatnot. You gotta understand, like, some of these guys nowadays, it's like their process of writing rhymes and all this stuff, it's like days and days and days and days. 
and they're trying to be lyrical. Tretch and Tupac, um, they will create songs in 10, I'm just shit you not, 10 minutes. And I, I know Tretch's blueprint of how he works because he told me that's how Pac was in the studio. So these guys will literally sit, like I was in the studio, he, he heard me spit, he was like, I like it. He goes, yo, you give me eight here. You give me a 16 here. I'm going to do a hook. You go back eight. I'm going to give 16 over there. And and then a song was created in 20 minutes. So, like, it's just um, breadth, uh, like, uh, like just a non-stop, you know, uh, quality and quantity. Um, just amazing artists. I want, I'm obviously going to uh, shout out my guy Lupe Fiasco. Um, definitely, he's a top, he's a top MC of all time, top pen game of all time. I'm sure I'm missing a whole bunch of guys, but, uh, I want to, I want to shout out some producers real quick. Um, yo, obviously, one, one, one second, yo, give me a one minute left. What? So, yo, we got Lefty, we got Vince, the space is ending in like 15 minutes. Right. I got to take my son to work in a little bit. All right. All right. Uh, I want to shout out Jay Dilla, rest in peace, Jay Dilla. Um, I want to go uh, easy, easy Moby. I want to go. I want to go. Uh, uh, I want to go ninth wonder. Ninth wonder. I I learned how to freestyle. Yeah, I learned how to freestyle for hours just listening to ninth wonder beats. Again, high in a scion. Yeah, nobody Drive said ninth wonder. That's a good one. Yeah, getting high in a Scion, driving around as a 17-year-old kid, fucking freestyling in a hot box for hours. Um, Static Select is dope, but he also kind of like, there's a there's a little backstory there of how he gets his sound that's, that's a little murky. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, th- I think that, uh, I think that, a lot of times we get caught in this situation where it's like, who is the first to do it and who is the first to really master it? I think like it's a, it's a relevant conversation. It's a relevant point, but I think recap made, made the best point. It's like, however that artist makes you feel is however, however you should rate it. I think that Nas, every time I've heard Nas, I wanted to be a better MC. Like I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to write better. I felt like I wasn't I wasn't good enough. You know, my favorite MCs are the ones that intimidate me. And there's honestly there's guys that I've met on the street that are better than a lot of people that people call their top twenty or whatever. Yo, so. yo, pop. Yeah. What do you what do you think about do you do you respect Styles P lyrically or as Styles P has what? never has never wrote a bad verse. There's some guys who just literally have never wrote a bad verse. He's one of them. Um Jada Kiss, obviously one of them. I could listen to style like you could put Styles P on Spotify and just mow your lawn or trim hedges and feel like the most gangster motherfucker in the world. And he's and he's just dope. His wordplay is dope. So I gotta go. I'm it's moving day for me. I gotta go. So peace. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I'm surprised you didn't put yourself in there when you was talking about MCs. I'm the best. I'm the best rapper on Nick's Twitter. That's, Ooh, yeah, that's, that's about it. That's I, about I think it. TJ Fly may have something to say. Uh, I think Trav B. I think Trav B might have. Something yeah, no, to say. yeah, Trav B might might be able to beat me and TJ Fly in a fucking gauntlet. I, you're right with that one. Yo, Vince, what up, baby? You gonna you gonna take us home? 
Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I want, I, I feel bad because I think Jay was going. Jay from Florida was spitting. You kind of let pop. You know what I'm saying? Cut him off. I kind of, I feel like I'm. I don't want to disrespect Jay. I kind of want him to go. Oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, done, man. I'm not right, worried about disrespecting yeah, nobody. I got to take my son to work in like ten minutes. All right. so, like, yeah, I fuck with you. All right, good luck. Respect to the room. Respect to the room. I mean, I see everybody in here talking about hip hop and everything. I, and like everyone has like 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 recap said before, bro. If it makes you feel something, it don't matter if it's good or bad or indifferent to anyone else. It makes you feel something. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, that's like the 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 encapsulation of of what everyone should be thinking. Like, if you like it, bro, you like it. But you know, me personally, I'm I like like street rap you know what i mean like i just i'm still i'm from up north i like big l big pun you know what i mean styles p is my favorite rapper that's why i asked who's your who's um, your favorite styles p he's not like he's very you know what i mean he's on he's an underrated rapper you know what i mean he's not like yeah, man, sp the ghost is your favorite rapper what? yeah bro dead ass um but like you know gangster and a gentleman it was like a, a, a when i was younger i found this album and i just it, it gravitated to me, you know what I mean? It was just that time is money. They all and then the locks at first, everything, all that, just uh, that whole bad boy movement, that whole rough rider movement. That one to, at the, at that point in time, when I was a kid, it was just uh, it was just very, very. I don't know. It was just powerful to me. But I liked all that New York rap, you know, Big L, Big Pun. I got a Big Pun tattoo on my leg. Um, fuck, I, but you know, just like um. Just all that old school. Hey, yeah, yo, you rap, said um, you said big punk, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. It's... How you not giving no weed rapper? You you walk around with like thirty five splits. How you ain't gonna... <laughs> I let yo yo shout out yo shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know what I mean? Higher, higher, baby. No, I mean I listen. Weed rap is cool and shit. Like it's just it gets very uh like. You can only hear like so much about smoking out of bongs and shit. Like I like Cypress Hill, I fuck with him. I fuck with Wiz Khalifa here and there. But like you know, I like I like talking about real shit. You know what I'm saying? And hearing rappers talk about real life shit that they go through, and uh, and making wonderful wordplay and stories out of it. You know, like Big L used to do some crazy shit, and Jay Z just like Jay Z when I, the first time I saw Jay Z was at the first Made Made in America concert in Philly, and it was. Chef Kiss was phenomenal. He was phenomenal on stage. Yeah, Hove is like the boringest rapper, but his, his breath control and his stage presence, or, I don't know, bro. It's, it's weird. Unmatchable. I can't even describe it, bro. Like, he's boring as hell. He, st- he stands in the same spot, but he could do a two-hour show and just be entertained the whole time. It's, it's and, massive. Bro, it's and every song, he can, every, every, every song is a banger. Like, it just, it's just a fucking billboard chart concert. Just sitting there listening to banger after banger, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, top five, it's it's hard because it's always, you know, it's it's, I don't know, it's hard to say. It's like a flavor of the week kind of thing. But my top two will never change. It's always Styles P and it's always Jada Kiss. You know what I mean? Those have been my favorites since I was little. I was spoon fed the locks by my older brother, and they, you know what I mean? Once they, once uh, you know, I started listening to other stuff, it became like you know, Big L, Big Pun. Stuff like that, but it never really deviated until, um, you know, Jeezy came out and shit like that. What about but your producers, always... though? What about your producers? Oh man, your producers. Got two minutes, bro. Uh, I like, like no, no ID is really great. Kanye West is really great. Um, shit, man, producers out the s like that. I, I mean, there's just Dilla's. Dilla was a great one. Oh, Jay Dilla's a um, good one. 
you know, I mean, there's so many songs that he's made, like a lot of Common songs that I love. I mean, Common's a great rapper. He has a great, a great selection of Jay Dilla beats that I love listening to. Um, shit, I'm trying to think of what other producers I really like. I mean, I love Ray, Jay Electronics. Tim, too. Tim, Jay yeah, Electronics is one of my favorites. Yeah. I have his. I just got his vinyl. That it's a. Uh, oh my god, what's this album called? Everyone's been waiting on. A written testimony. Don't sleep on Milk Bone and High Tech, man. I'm trying to think of this album. Oh yeah, written testimony. Yeah, I got that on vinyl, bro. It's actually really good. So, kind of, yo, like you know, right off the bat though, when you're listening to it, you're like, when's he gonna start talking about uh, Jewish people stealing the land? It's like the first three minutes into the album, you're like, all right, actually, yeah, he, actually, he ain't playing around with that. That's why no, no, not at all. It's, it's hard, a super controversial hard. album, but to do a whole hard. album with Hoven for it not to like get like critically acclaimed is crazy, bro. Yeah, really crazy. crazy. But it was a good album. But yo, fellas. I'm so sorry, but um, I do gotta get ready. <clears throat> Pardon me, shit. This, but I do gotta take my my oldest to work. He out there on the grind right now. Hit me in the DM, blood. You ain't even hit me back on the D. Hit me in the I, DM, blood. Oh, I didn't even see you. Oh, you oh you saw my DM. I right, I I got you. Yo, just for everybody out there, I don't want to, you know, talk Knicks all day every day when there's really nothing to, to talk about sometimes. So I, I just want to switch it up a little bit. But I, I think I will be back um, tonight if my boy B from Therapy and Sports is not doing his late night joint. I got some um, some bangers. I didn't think the conversation was going to evolve the way that it did. Um, but I appreciate because I didn't want to just come in here and talk Knicks and all, all that. But um, since it's summer, I'm going to take y'all out with something real quick. Fierce summer, I know you're going to miss me. But we've been together like night airs and crisp teas. S-dots with polo fleeces, purple label shit with the logo secret. Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in. A couple words and like peaches and herbs. We've been reunited and it feels so and good. And it feels so good. The world saying I still so good. I so well, good. I this in my uh-huh. slumber summer. I ain't none of these half-ass newcomers. Half-ass newcomers. Do summer. When you bring the sun up, the company up. niggas act up. I pick the gun up. Gonna run us. I just flip an onion. Yo, listen to that un that un interview on Vlad TV is fire, by the way. Listen to that. But let's not stray from what I came to say to my beloved. Think we need some time away. They say if you love it, you should let it out as cage and fucking controversial take. Ether was overrated. Another note, Boxing. Say cake on the number boat, I can't remember. Hood. For good. Uh huh. Sure. Sure.
You niggas can't fuck with me. You lucky. Uh huh. But I will lay down a couple green bucks and get you clean bucks. Cleaned up. Young niggas that blast me. No religion. I think Nori a, a clown that has a good chance. I think he's a clown. Alright, that ain't it. Yo, big up the yard man, them worldwide. All the Jamaican, them big up all the yard man, them. Hey, yo, I'm out, y'all.